He's blunt, but he's fair. This is Drew Berquist, former counterterrorism officer, realist, and host of This Is My Show, which starts now. And by the way, where I come from, I learned women can do anything a man can do. <laughs> because all the women in my family are smarter than I am. <laughs> I'm Drew Berquist. This is my show. That was Joe Biden saying what we all knew. All the women are smarter than him and his family. Low bar, right? It's a low bar. <laughs> Speaking of women, by the way, uh, and, and women, particularly in his family, there's lots of buzz about his home-wrecking wife, Jill Biden, who's got COVID again. Everyone, everyone talking about it. But are we really going to do this as we head into the fall? I know they're going to bring COVID back for the election and for all sorts of other reasons. But do we have to get to the point where we're calling out big-name people, supposed big-name people who have, oh, this person has COVID again? Yeah. We yeah. do, don't we? Yeah. I hate that. The fragile neurotics need it. They, they need it badly because that justifies their neuroticism over the last three years. They, they're they the ones who are, well, the, the, the left is going to drive this because it's, a, it's just a, a symbol of compliance. They have to have it. They have to make sure that us peasants know who's in charge. Yeah. And so they're going to be driving this. And now I just, it came out in the press conference today with uh, Karine Jean-Pierre that she said that the president is now going to be masking inside and out because his wife has COVID. <laughs> Dear God, help us. Help us. Uh, help us engage with today's show, folks. We're so glad you're here, whichever platform you're on. That includes X Spaces, where we will engage with you later in the show. Reminder, if you're new here or just reminder, if, if you're back and you forgot over the long weekend, we tend to go to you guys in spaces on X, the second part of each hour. We're here for three hours. We talk. We toss it to you. We talk together. We have some drinks. It's a good old time. But that is how we do things. Real quick, also a reminder, please sign up for Coin Club if you haven't already. You go to dbcoinclub.com. You get entered to win contests. You get access to the Friday show, Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern, which is also watched on Red Voice Media. You can get there by going to dbcoinclub.com. You also have the ability to come to our in-studio extravaganza, which is coming up next month, about a month and a half. Extravaganza. It's going to be like Salvador Gigante. Yes. What is that? What is that? Yes, please please enlighten us. You don't remember that variety show with, uh, what, what was their host name? Uh, Don... Oh, he, he died a few years back, but it was a huge Spanish language show. It was like a giant variety show. Well, we, it's interesting you say that because we are going to do the in-studio extravaganza exclusively in Spanish. Perfect. It's going to be interesting because I don't speak it. Don yeah. Francisco was <laughs> that, man's name. But that was his name. Okay. But you get the ability to come to events like that in-studio extravaganza October 19th. Folks will be sitting over here. Uh, we'll have an open bar. We'll have all sorts of stuff, pictures with the crew. You're going to get some free goodie bags. You're going to be able to ask questions on the show. You're also going to go to dinner with us afterwards, and we'll just see who gets arrested. Exclusive so photo be... shoot with Tom. Yes, yes. on his Polaroid camera, <laughs> um, no doubt. I've got, I've got the receipts here. Perfect. <laughs> so it's going to be fun. That's October 19th. If you're a Coin Club member, you've gotten an email about it. 
If you haven't or for some reason are missing information, send a note to producer at redbeachmedia.com. Uh, we'll be sending out some additional information this week as well as the, the hotel information that some of you have asked for. So come join us. It'll be fun. It's going to be a great time. Uh, lots of stuff covered. You just got to get yourself here. So we uh, will talk more about that later in the show. We've told you where we're doing spaces on this show today. We're going to get into Chicago because it was another Chicago-like weekend in the city of Chicago. We've got a poll that Americans think Biden's going full McConnell. Not not in the right kind of shape or mental mindset, age of concern, all those things for running again. Schiff is going after Trump, wanting to use the 14th Amendment, like we've been talking about, like we knew was coming. We've got uh, censorship coming back on Twitter. Russia-North Korea meeting talking about weapons exchanges, all of that. CNN kind of called out Fauci a little bit on masks. We'll show you that exchange. And then also CNBC went ahead and did us a solid and ranked the 10 worst states to live in. <laughs> Guess what? They were all conservative states. <laughs> wow. <Yeah>. You don't <laughs> say. You don't say. We'll get into all that. Tons to cover today. So glad, again, that you guys are here. Real quick, though, before we get into it, please make sure you are protecting your finances, those hard-earned savings, whether it's a 401k IRA, cash savings, whatever the hell it is, protect it because this administration is a straight-up dumpster fire. Straight-up dumpster fire. So call my good friends over at American Alternative Assets. Get this free guide. They will walk you through an entirely legal tax loophole, help you protect your hard-earned savings, all of those things. All you got to do is give them a call. It's 833-2-USA-GOLD, 833-287-GOLD. 2465, or you can go to protectfrombiden.com. Guys, things are changing. They're changing fast. I'm not saying that to be scary. I'm just saying it to be real with you. Call my friends at American Alternative Assets. Get ahead of this whole thing. Okay, so it was Labor Day, as you guys all know. We weren't here. Yesterday was a repeat. It was originally not going to be a repeat. So for those of you who I told it was not going to be a repeat and I lied to you, I'm sorry. It was not an intentional lie. Forgive me. I'll make it up to you at the in-studio extravaganza with a special dance. You were just you, you prepared for. You just were feeling generous to everyone. So yeah. thank you for that. Lying is a sliding scale. Yeah, it, it really is. <laughs> and keep in mind. Tell us more about this, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody, you know, has, it, there's a sliding scale of lies. Do you have your liars like Adam Schiff, who I know you're going to talk about in a little bit? Yeah. Who is just a liar. But then you have everybody else is kind of like. It's just a sliding scale, you know, when, when your wife says, does this outfit make me look fat? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. <laughs> it's all in the sliding yeah. scale. Sure, son. <laughs> not my son. I'm not talking specifically about him. You're great at that. Yeah. <laughs> that Lego looks, doesn't look weird at all. Um, <laughs> no, you're right. It absolutely is. Um, but it was Labor Day. All that to say, I, I, I went off on a diatribe, then we all did, and here we are talking again about Chicago, because it was Labor Day, which to me, frankly, is a dumb holiday. Not a big fan of it. I'll take the extra the extra time off, for sure, the long weekend. Had a good, good Labor Day yesterday. We did a little bit of work, not a ton of work. Um, but as is the case with any day, not just holidays, in Chicago, it was violent. Let's see what's going on in Chicago. making that um, bumper there. 
it wasn't hard to f the first Chicago footage had the cops in the background. We didn't, it, yeah, we didn't, we didn't have to go didn't far. Have to, we, didn't have to, yeah, we didn't have to like <laughs> fabricate that or make it happen. So it was Chicago. It was Labor Day weekend, and a gun uh, again. The gun, oh, gun intended. <laughs> um, again, it was violent as all get out in in the the prominent city of gun control. The 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 benchmark for all other cities. Where this time, 38 were shot, at least 38, some reports higher, but 38 shot four fatally in the city of Chicago over the weekend. So as we continue to have this massive debate, and we always bring up Chicago, we're not going to go far into this because, again, we do it all the time, where you've got such strict gun measures, you continue week after week, particularly weekend after weekend, when people are feel free, feeling frosty, and just decide, like, what the hell, let's go out and shoot some people. That that happens every weekend. The numbers are exacerbated on holiday weekends because you've got 24 extra hours to hurt people. But yet, somehow, this is never talked about. At least in terms of talking points for the politicians who are talking gun control, it's never talked about, right? Conveniently left out the stats in Philly, Baltimore, Chicago, New York, some of these cities, Los Angeles conveniently left out yeah it's conveniently left out because it happens primarily in african-american neighborhoods and the the white elitists of the left don't care about those lives they they care more about the stats they get uncontrollable hard-ons when they see stats like this because to them the higher the body count the better so they're not going to do anything to try and stem the tide of violence they want it to increase it's it's like when during covid and the masks came back or the masks were like wear a mask wear two masks it, they just keep they, they just keep make changing the rules differently even though they know that it's it's not helping they just want to they want to keep going down that road where they triple and quadruple down on the failed policies that they've already laid out. And this is just another example. They need those stats to go up. They want those stats to go up so they can justify a door-to-door -door gun confiscation. Yeah. No, I think you're right. And and this is the kind of world too, right? Chaos, poverty, death, violence, all of that stuff, lawlessness at the bottom, everything good for them. I mean, we, we every time we play this bumper, we always go into some headlines in Chicago. We're going to do it again here. Let's just pop some up, because this is the kind of world that they love and share. If they really cared, you wouldn't see these kind of headlines, because there would be different policies, different rules in place to prevent some, not all, of, of this kind of stuff. But ABC7 in, in, in Chicago is always the place we go for these. Obviously, that, that number increased. You see the big one there, at least 37 shot, three fatally in the holiday uh, Chicago. Week. A little bit up in the top right there, it then says at least 38 shot, four fatally. Like they changed it. <laughs> you just got to keep refreshing your screen if you're on ABC7 in Chicago. But you've got CPD, man found uh, critically, critically wounded. wounded in Lincoln Park. Car break-ins continue in South Loop despite increase in CPD patrols. Man shoots alleged home invader on the northwest side good for you man charged with breaking into west side home murdering woman cc concealed uh, concealed holder uh would be robber critically injured in south side shootout we've got don't worry we got more here's the next one cpd issues alert after attempted kidnapping on southwest side at least 26 shot three killed in holiday so that was the original, the original yeah. again they kept going up three teens charged in connection with string of armed robberies 
Teen boy shot in the head, critically injured on Southside. Six-year-old boy shot inside Southside home. Teen girl, boy, shot near high school football game. Is that COPA? Yeah. Some, some organization there investigating after CPD sh uh, shoots at armed female suspect. CPD questioning three in alarming string of West Side armed robberies. Pedestrian shoots, kills driver after hit by car on West Side. So here's... here's and the list goes on. The list goes on and on. The, the, the message from this is don't go to the South Side or the West Side. That's what I'm picking up on. And also just collectively as a city have better policies because you see these headlines time and time again. But I bring it up because there, has, there are always these crazy high numbers, crazy headlines like the ones we just wrote, read. And, and, and you have no national conversation on a recurring basis about it. And this is, again, the type of world that the Democrats thrive on. That's what they aim for. That's what they need they just, they just tell you that they want it to go away in your area, so eventually your nice little community with good schools, a safer Starbucks that doesn't have a code on the door because of vagrants, which I'm not a fan of Starbucks. I'm just, I don't know why I made that up, because I was in one this weekend. I, did, I, I was in one, and it was a long code. It was like, it was like the nuke codes. What's the code that it just kept going? Like, they they oh, break a card open. <laughs> I, I don't remember that one. Um, but point being, it, these depressing violent statistics and headlines are what the left wants and it's what they need for this country if they're going to continue to push down this treacherous path, this Marxist revolution that's happening here in America. Yeah, that's... <laughs> you summed it up fantastically. That's what they need. They need people to be hopeless. That's what they... And come in every four years and say, I'm going to give you some hope and not give you anything and pull the carpet out from underneath their feet. Same thing with Republicans. Oh, if we win back the House and the Senate, we're going to fight for you guys. And if we get into the White House, we're going to fight for you guys. And it's the same old bullshit over and over again. Yeah. Both parties do it, but Democrats do it in such a vile way where they're sacrificing human beings to get their point across. Yeah, absolutely. And you're, and you're right. And that, that point is needs to always be reminded of, too. Our side does the same thing. It was kind of an eye-opening moment when it kind of— hit like, oh, they're the same. They're all the same. Uh, but let's move on from Chicago. Uh, we'll have plenty, if we choose to, plenty to talk about later this week or next week because the city and its violence is just out of control. But Biden's puppet presidency is coming apart. And it's coming apart fast. And, and it's coming apart, you could probably say, for a lot of reasons, but we'll give you two to start here. One, Joe's always been a blockhead, one of the dumbest members of the Senate and most corrupt this, 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 this message of, I've been in D.C. for 48, 50 years, that's actually not a good one. That's not one to, to build on. <laughs> and again, your whole time you've been there, no one's liked you. To the, point, I mean, to the point where literally the only reason he was named VP was to make white liberals happy back in the day when Obama's campaign was kicking off. Joe's baseline for intelligence started out very low, and with his brain rot, it's going down. It is steadily decreasing. So that's one reason. The second one is, is Joe's mental decline, accompanied with his baseline of stupidity, brings his whole age into question. And the more he speaks, the more the, the country just is worse off. It makes us look awful. We're embarrassed. And as a result, <clears throat> thankfully, even though it doesn't necessarily matter because we've learned more and more over the years that our vote doesn't mean as much as it should, thankfully, at least there's more Americans who hate his guts because of all this. 
And there's a new poll that came out. I, I say all of this in the longest lead-in possible. There's a new poll that came out saying Biden's too old to run for re-election in 2024. 73% of registered voters said that. Almost three-quarters of the populace, three-quarters of the participants in this survey, but said he's too old. That's, that's a big number. 47% of the voters who said the same about his opponent, former President Trump, who is 77-year-old, is, is a, that's a pretty big gap in, in numbers there. 47 for Trump, too old, 73% for Biden. Like, no, don't think he can do this. Don't think he should do this. I, that, that's a damning number, and that, that's a number that, for their sake, I don't want it, but for their sake, you've got to think they're looking at and saying, yeah, Gavin, Gavin, get ready for Operation Flamingo. Or whatever they've called it. Right. Well, the thing, the thing with Trump, Trump reminds me of Gene Hackman. When Gene Hackman, Hackman was 30, he looked like he was 50, and he's maintained that look his entire life. Whereas Joe Biden had a natural progression of aging. Trump hasn't had that natural progression of aging, where he, he, you know, he looks different than he did in his 30s and 40s, but he still has that look. He he does the tanning. I don't know if he does Botox or anything like that, but he's managed to maintain that same look. Joe is just crumbling. He Joe looks like a sarcophagus that at any moment is about to just go poof into a cloud of dust. That's a very interesting visual that yeah. you chose. <laughs> But I, but I think you're right. The point is well received. I, th I think you're you're right. Um, a couple other numbers in this poll: forty eight percent of the voters said Biden was likable, but sixty percent said he's not mentally up for the job of president. So seventy three too old. Seventy three percent too old. Sixty percent not mentally fit for the job, but forty eight percent did say, "Oh, he's just a nice old guy from Scranton, right? He's he's tricked." 48%. He likes his ice cream. He does like his. I want some ice cream here now. I'm hot. It's yeah. hot the people here. who think that Biden is a nice guy are the ones who are going to dutifully wear masks and get 18 booster shots. They're just they're totally clueless. They they're they're mental defectives. Mental. There we go. And it's been said right here, folks. On this is my show. Uh, Trump. 31 percent found Trump likable. So a lot less people finding Trump likable. Again, just a reminder, though. The president of the United States doesn't need to be likable. This is not me advocating for Trump. I'm just saying their faith should be important to you and their likability should matter somewhat, but that's not the determining factor. Can you lead a country? Can you inspire a country? Can you protect a country? Can you block out all the noise? Those, those are the things that matter. But 31%, not a lot of people in this poll thought Trump was very likable. Only 49% uh, thought, compared to 60 with Biden, thought that he was not mentally up for the job of president. So Trump, outside of the likability figures in this poll, came out the winner over Joe in a pretty big way. Right. I remember growing up, and my best coaches and my best teachers were the most unlikable people that I had, but had the biggest influence on my life. Because... They, they demanded a certain level of perfection out of me. And they knew that I had untapped potential. And so they leaned into that. And they would drive you to be a better person. Whereas Trump, being the president, it, you don't have to necessarily be, to be likable. It helps. It helps a lot. Yeah. But then you get st stuck in the old you know, conundrum of, 
well, I want him to be nice and somebody I could have a beer with, like Obama, not knowing that you actually voted for a communist. Right. And that communist is still running the country. Who might come on to you. Yeah, with his empty-headed puppet. Yeah. No, it's a tough thing, man. I mean, I'm telling you, the, the... The description, the expectations, the the wants and needs that people have in a candidate, it's changing fast because it used to be, I, you know, you, you did pre-Trump. And I, I was all for Trump coming in and winning. I thought it was so necessary. I think it's more necessary than ever that it all happened, regardless of where it goes from here or doesn't go from here. The system had to be shook, shooken up. But you, you, you have that. I want them to be respectful, traditional, have a certain look. And, and then you realize how broken everything is around them. It's like, nope, never mind. Check that. Strike, strike that from the record. I want them to go in like a bull in a china shop and just break everything and be, be a leader and, and see the good in our country, capitalize on that, fix the bad, and try and lead us down a different path. And, and it doesn't look like traditional. It doesn't look like any of those things. Traditional doesn't work. You can't be traditional and fix what we consider to be a traditional system, which we now all know is broken. Right. And you have people on the left, like Rashida Tlaib, who's like, we're going to get impeached that motherfucker. If you've got people on the left saying that, and the people on the right, old school Republicans going, you know, we need to have some decorum with the presidency. He shouldn't be tweeting. He shouldn't be. You know what? Bullshit to that. Right. You have the left who is aggressively trying to fight and crush everything that you have, throw you in jail, and take all your shit. And you want somebody who has some sort of decorum to themselves? You better get a cage fighter in there that's willing to step on people's throats and not let up and, and totally annihilate the other side, or else you're going to get crushed yourself. Because make no mistake about it, the, the communists, the left— they're going full throttle, man. They are. And you're if you think that somebody with, you know, he looks like a president. I think he has tremendous likability. I want him. He's going to get crushed by this vile pack of wolves that are going to feast on his, on his dead skull. Yeah. yeah the, the people who want a likable president are okay with participation trophies. And are, they don't want to put the work in. Everyone, everyone's a winner. That's what, if you think about it. The people like how Tom was saying, we grew up with coaches and teachers and mentors that brought the worst out in us, we thought sometimes. But that's how you get the best results. We want someone at the end of the day who loves America. And clearly right now, Biden doesn't love America. No one in D.C. does. No no, no one in D.C. loves America. And, yeah, I mean, it, you, 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 you need someone who makes you uncomfortable. And I, I, hope, I hope that more Americans are feeling that. And that person might not. I, I, the only one who really makes anyone uncomfortable in the race now is Trump. But moving into the future beyond this, I hope that there's other people who will give outliers, outsiders a, sh- a shot who is like, oh, man, did you hear what they said on X? Did you hear what they said at this this press event? Did you hear? Yeah, but who cares? Who cares? What do they do? As, as, as Jill said here, it's it's about policies. It's not about personality. Right. If If someone goes over the top, I go over the top on certain things. Maybe, like sometimes. Like, but who cares? It comes down to what, what I say, or what Tom says, or what Disco says, like, do you do you agree with the sentiment? Do you agree with what they're saying and trying to do? And I'm not trying to make this about anyone here by by any stretch, but the the point is made. It that doesn't matter. It didn't matter that Mitt Rom Mitt Romney's a douchebag of a human, would have been an awful president. He probably would have been better than Obama by even just a slight margin. 
But I remember people back then being like, I'm not voting for him because I'm a Christian and he's a Mormon. That's the dumbest <laughs> yeah. thing ever. You're not voting for a new pastor in your church. You're not an elder like or a deacon trying to you're this is the president of the United States. Now, again, Romney's scum. He's he's among the biggest rhinos of the rhinos. But my bigger point is just the discussion that people were having then and still have about candidates now. Well, I don't know about how he feels on on this. He seems like he's not as hard on the LGBTQ community as he could be. <laughs> is that is that really what matters? Is that really what's he say about the border or the economy or about forever wars? What, what do they say about those things? That's what you need. And then if they're a stand up comedian during the night who say a bunch of raunchy things, who cares? Who cares? In fact, that might be more interesting. I think it would be. <laughs> I think it would be. But getting back to Biden, like a wax dummy come to life, he took some time this weekend to spill out some mindless drivel. Here's what Obama's Muppet had to say about taking yet another vacation. Take a listen. Oh, by the way, the reason I'm here today, just for one day, I know I'm on vacation. I'm not. I have no home to go to. The Secret Service has torn my house up in a good way to make it secure. So I have no place to go when I come to Delaware except here right now. Was that even a thought? Or, I mean, what, what is he <laughs> trying I, to I have no home. This, I mean, I, I love the Secret Service. Don't get me wrong, but they've ruined everything. And I don't have a home. It's not a vacation. What, what, are you, what are you even saying? I think he's trying to say the Secret Service is trying to further fortify his house so nobody can see who is coming in and out of there on his days off from the White House. Well, and there's no visitor logs there. But it's, it's just... Okay, it goes back to the poll. People don't think he's mentally fit. 60% say he, I don't know how that number is even that low. 60% he's not mentally fit. 73% he's too old. I think it should be the other way, frankly. 60% too old, 73 not mentally fit. But the D.C. olds, they're crumbling faster than Diane Feinstein's pelvis after a rough go with an Adderall-fueled intern or something. I mean, they're all just crumbling. It's a visual. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's official. Uh, but he's gone. And he's literally, when I say he's gone, he's not just gone mentally. He's definitely gone mentally. He's gone over 40% of the time, like we keep talking about. And he's changed it now, too. It's not just his Delaware home. It's the Tahoe trip and all this other stuff. It's like, bro, you have got to at least pretend to show up at work. Go to sleep. Put a log on the fire like CNN boasted when you first came in. He's such an everyday human that he'll even every once in a while throw a log on the White House fire. Cool. Do that. Go to sleep. Let whoever's actually running the country run it into the ground like they're doing. But don't don't pretend that you're actually running things and then be gone the whole time. It's remarkable. Was he just trying to relate to the people who got hit by the storm? Is that what he was trying to like? Oh, my house got you know messed up in the storm. I, I, he forgot there was a storm. I, but that's he was a, in Florida last week, and I guarantee you, if you were like, what do you think of Adelia? He'd be like, well, she was a nice lad when I was... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, this is all conditioning. Him not being at the White House, this is all conditioning to put somebody in there like a Michelle Obama for people to say, oh, it's just a figurehead. That's what the Democrats want. The Democrats don't give a shit who the president is. They just want a figurehead. They just want a nice person in a suit who seems affable enough to tell, give a few speeches here and there, shake hands with foreign leaders, have a couple of photo ops, and then have a big panel of deep state Washington bureaucrats— make all the decisions.
come up with new regulations, not even look to the legislative legislative branch to to come up with new laws, but they're totally fine with with the ATF coming up with all their new rules, the FDA coming up with all their rules, the EPA and their rules. They, yeah. they love all of that. Yeah, they do. That's, 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 and that is the way that's the new way for sure is having all those people make these new rules. They don't have to put their name on it, even though it is. Um, okay. Here's what we're going to do. I see. I know there's a hand up. We're going to take a break. We're going to get to your hand. Please be patient with us. Uh, we're coming back and it's going to be all about you guys. Uh, if, if you've got, comments and questions that you want to get into uh but before we do that let's get to our question of the day which you guys can comment as well after the break especially over on x space uh in terms of verbally comment at least that is but the question is this over under meaning you pick over or under 35 percent of americans will go along with new mask and vaccine mandates mm. is it over or under that number 35 percent of americans will go along with new mask and vaccine mandates. Let us know your response. We will tell you ours. We will get to your comments. We will get to the hand up over in X space. All of that right after this break. Stick around. Get more of Drew and this is my show with Coin Club exclusively on the RVM network. Coin Club members get a This Is My Show Challenge coin, an exclusive Friday morning show for Coin Club members only, automatic entry into show-related sweepstakes, and other in-studio bonuses. Plus, members get access to all other premium content on the RVM network and no ads on written content on redvoicemedia.com. So join the club and carry your coin with pride. Go to dbcoinclub.com. Military and first responders get 30% off their memberships. Again, that's dbcoinclub.com. Current Drew Crew members need not apply. Military and first responder discounts are available on monthly or annual memberships. All members, regardless of subscription type, are automatically entered into sweepstakes. However, challenge coins are only issued to annual members. Learn more at dbcoinclub.com. Attention Americans, breaking news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. Take action now. The Federal Reserve phase deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard. Your hard-earned assets are in jeopardy. But there's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Reach out to American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Visit protectfrombiden.com. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Be smart. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Visit protectfrombiden.com to get your free guide and get started. Again, that's protectfrombiden.com. Oh, yeah, 
just go work it, baby. Work it. Yes, there we go. There we go. Oh, baby dimple. Yes. Hey, Drew. Yes. Yeah. Here's your script. Uh, arch the back, arch the back, arch the back, more back, arch, there it is. All right, welcome back, folks. Gonna get to some comments over on X-Space. We'll get to see your, your comments on Rumble and, and anywhere else that you've got them here momentarily but reminder of the question of the day the question of the day was this over under which way are you going 35 percent of americans will go along with new mask and vaccine mandates took me a while to pick which number i was going with settled on 35 okay i didn't know if that was like a number that was already established no i just picked it i was like you know i don't want to go 50 because that's tricky yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of wiggle room there. So I went 35. Let's get your answers though. Foster says under. I hope you're white. You're right. I I, I really do. Barb says over. Uh, over says Judy. My husband, her husband. I don't have a husband to be clear. Uh, happily married with my wife of a long time. <laughs> 16 years. Got so busted. I did. Well, I was trying to remember what year it was, but. <clears throat> Yeah, 16 years. Uh, 16 years on Friday, by the way. I, here's why I was busted, because I was out of town with this guy. <laughs> I was I was on, on the road. Um, but <clears throat> her husband, Judy's husband, getting myself back on track here, says under. Over, says Jill. Maybe 81 million. Mm, just, just a thought here. Crap, the sheer percentage of Americans who live in California, Oregon, Washington, New York skew the results. That's true. Um, okay, we got rid of... I yeah. thought we got rid of that person the other day. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, you just never know, right? They could have changed their handle by like one letter or number. One letter, yeah. yeah. They definitely, by the way, will be masking up and getting more stuff put in them, both rectally and in terms of shots. And, and Robin, he's still here. He just can't talk. He just can't uh, comment. The troll? Yeah. Saying so he should have left him in here. Maybe he could have learned something. He can still watch. He just can't comment. So. Yeah. Well, now you've got Carrie Lake, Stanky Cooch, who's here. Um, so, I mean, and let's be honest for a second, troll, right? <laughs> Clever name. Can you be certain that it's Stinky? I don't think you can. And I've seen her up close and personal. She's a very beautiful person. Most people probably would quite enjoy finding that out. And this just all got really strange. Carrie's definitely not coming on the show now. Um, but who knows? Maybe now she's going to come on. Yes. Drew and the team said, said my cooch is not stanky. Um, and that's how we do booking here. Uh, no, but kind of a mixed bag so far over under. What, what are you going with? I'm going over. Okay. Because the, uh, the mask is, is a symbol for the left. It's the symbol of science. You gotta trust the science. And plus, it's the uh, it, it's the red MAGA hat for the left. That that's instead of wearing a hat, they wear the mask. Yeah, it's, it's going up. Okay. Jerusalem says over. Way too many sheep. Seventy five percent will still follow them. Ninety eight percent did last time. I'm not sure, Jerusalem. I love you. Uh, appreciate you always being here. I don't know if ninety eight percent's the exact number, um, but your point is well taken, and I think I think you're right uh, with over. Uh, Disco, what are you saying? I think it's over, and then if, like, I could also put another bet on there, I want to say, because I, I, I'm being hopeful that it's not going to be more than 50%. I think it's going to be 47% are going to go with it. Hmm. Okay. Okay. 
I, yeah. I think it's over as well. I think if it was closer to 50-50, it would be a toss-up. I think, by the way, if it was 50-50, I'd still probably go over, sadly, by just a little bit, because there's plenty of independents, plenty of so-called, you know, diehard American conservatives who go right along with what, whatever daddy government tells them to do. So <clears throat> I, I think for sure at 35%, it's over. I, I just do. People are are sheep. They're gonna they're gonna go that way. And man, the trolls are out in force on Rumble today. Kudos good, to you guys. Good for hey, them. Hey, look, if Mama's still feeding you pizza pockets, you're still getting to live in the basement. Soros just ass rapes you every couple times. It's not. It doesn't hurt. because uh, he. I, I feel like he's probably pretty flaccid at this point. <laughs> he's been dead for years. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, you know, you decided to spend some time with us. Thank you for coming. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for the views. Appreciate it. Uh, plays into sponsorship stuff and all that stuff as well. So you're you're just making us money. Uh, let's get to. Do we still have a hand up? Over we do, Thomas. Thomas, how are you, my friend? Hey guys, I am doing great. So uh, I, my my answer would be, I think, forty eight percent, and I think it's because we still have a significant amount of individuals who do not want to think for themselves; would rather rely on their government to think for them, and that's a sad thing. But the the, the positive thing is there are more and more, and we see it every day, people actually starting to get through to these people who refuse to think for themselves so my, my guess is 48 percent. so remember stand up you know push back we've got this guys yeah no i agree i appreciate that thomas for sure and glad you're here and keep us keep a microphone if you want it because you always bring great commentary to the show and we really really do appreciate that and i, I don't just say that uh but i think you're right i think it's it is a it's a much higher figure than that, uh, than, than the 35% that is. Um, but that's, that's what we've got to do. I, can I just take a moment and say, apparently the, the TDs and, and team are going to have their work cut out for them today on Rumble. <laughs> but the trolls. amount of, of the same, it's the same person or same bot, no doubt. But now it's Trump's smelly taint. Yep. I feel like there should be an S. Before that, it was MTG's loose hole. Loose hole, which... <laughs> Mm. I mean, <laughs> definitely your most clever, <laughs> clever, maybe appropriate um, one so far. Um, but Disco, um, yep, um, go ahead and say goodbye yep. to that. Well, we'll see which one you've got next. Well, you know what? At the end of the show, Let's we'll, have we'll vote. <laughs> which is the best name you came up with? Um, <clears throat> but again, thanks for supporting the show. I know you think that you're not. Uh, you're definitely helping it. And we appreciate you, even though... Um, we should give out like a troll award at the end yeah. of the year. You know? Trollies. Yeah. The trollies. Let's do the trollies. <laughs> Again, thanks for proving we're right over the target. It feels great uh, to know that a mouth breather like you cares. Robin says, Drew, love your show. Thanks, Robin. We love you. Trump's bloody stool. Oh, there's, <laughs> there's, there's something. Do you, now, now, to be clear, do you know something that we don't know? Mm. Everyone thinks they're a doctor these days. Maybe this kid thinks. Uh, maybe he. Maybe he's like Doogie Hauser. He's a young doctor. Or maybe he forgot that he had. He ate beets the night before for dinner. Oh, like somebody that's else. The worst. <laughs> that's the worst. That is the you worst. You always forget. You're like, I'm dying. And then your your spouse or significant other's like, No, you had beets. You're like, Oh yeah, never mind. What should we, what should we do today? It, I, it always scares me. It change. It, it does. It's remarkable. But you know what? It just shows your system's working great. Yeah. 
Uh, the doctor, t t the, the last troll should know that. <laughs> they, they, should, they should know this is a good sign. Your urine smells good from asparagus. Not good, but bad from asparagus. Yeah. Uh, all these things. Um, the, the, the conversation is, is remarkable. Um, but no, uh, sadly, getting back to the poll, the question of the day itself, it, it, it is going to be higher. Is it over 50%, under 50% TBD? It's in that range, though. It's in that range. And you're going to see think, – think of the people who do. And it's a smaller figure, the people who think Biden's just a good guy. He's a good president. He, and some of those same people might say he shouldn't run next time. But they still somehow think, despite all the copious amounts of evidence that proves to the contrary, they think that he's a good guy. He starts wearing a mask because his homewrecker slut wife is, is apparently down with, with COVID. That's maybe strong. She's down. She's a homewrecker for sure, though. Mm -hmm. We know that. Uh, usually the two go hand in hand. Who wears, Are we yeah. sure it's COVID and not monkeypox? And he's and he's got it too, so he's wearing the mask, so we don't see any of the. Uh, oh man, Listerine. I think that's the wrong family. I think that's maybe <laughs> the the other family who's. Oh, the Obama family. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. But but people are going to be like, oh well, you know, KJP saying we got some clips for tomorrow about her talking about the efficacy of of vaccines. We've got Biden who's going to wear masks again. People people will do this again now will people get their 19th jab i don't know i hope not i hope that they're starting to see through that but there's going to be plenty who still do and i think definitely on the masks it's going to go that way there's a huge percentage of the population who really enjoys going to the doctor they enjoy getting on prescription medicine a lot of them it's kind of a weird sort of fetish that they have where they actually want to be prescribed medicine so they can endure the side effects of it. But for most people, they just, they want to feel like somebody is taking care of them. So they yeah. want to go to the doctor. They want to have something wrong with them because their life, for whatever reason, isn't turning out the way that they want. So they want to have some justification for it. So they just, they bring this drama on themselves and the big, big pharma is more than happy to step up and say, Oh, you, uh, you, you yawn too much. Well, here's a pill for you to take. And now that, and if you don't want to, if you don't want to keep yawning, keep taking this pill for the rest of your life. So now they have a lifetime customer. Yeah. So for a lot of people who've gotten into that cycle of always wanting to take a pharmaceutical, it, it, they love it. it yeah. It'll be something they will really want to continue to do. And I understand that there are people out there who, for one reason or another, you know, whether it's the the luck of the DNA, but still have to go to doctors because they have horrible diseases that that they're born with. I totally understand that, but I think there's a percentage of the population that is just really into going to a doctor and getting yeah. prescription meds for all kinds of different things. Which is so weird because I'm so not into going to the doctor, the dentist, any of that stuff. Just not a fan. I, that doesn't mean I don't respect the, the good ones. Absolutely. I just am not. I, I don't, even even my, my son, see, I, I still don't get how Big Pharma is so successful. I know how they are because there's, there's a lot behind the scenes. There's a lot of money involved. There's a lot of power. Uh, all of those things. But even my son sees a commercial come on during a game. We're watching a game last night, watching the Duke-Clemson game, which, by the way, wow, that went differently than Dabo and the boys in, <laughs> in Clemson thought it was going to go. But a commercial comes on, and, and it's like, what's the, what's the list of side effects going to be here? How long is it going to be? Because it's ridiculous how many things they list there 
and and continue on. But I digress. Let's get to. We've got a hand on um, X spaces. Yeah, let's, let's PO Texan. What's up, PO Texan? Hey, buddy, I'd just like to take the opportunity to defend some of those trolls down there. Can I hit that real quick? Yeah, uh, go for it. Diesel. Yeah, I drive a diesel. Boys have a penis. Girls have a vagina. Uh, let's see what else. I am not going to wear a mask. And the list can go on, but I'm not going to go on. But, no, I'm not going to do this mask thing anymore. I worked offshore, and if anybody knows anything about offshore, they take safety to the point of stupidity. And, uh, uh, yeah, I had to take the jab or lose my job. It was pretty straight up and in your face. That's what's got to happen. I took it knock on wood. I don't have any effects as of now. Uh, but, you know, who knows what's going on. But uh, I did not take any more. I'm not going to. And I guess that's just going to have to PO everybody here. But I, I just really wanted to take a jab at the liberal trolls that are down there messing with you guys. <laughs> His uh, most recent name is Donald's I, Mushroom I, Cock. <laughs> did, did, did I tell you that uh, I drive a diesel? <laughs> I, I love it, PO Texan. Well, and look, man, it's it's hard. <clears throat> It's hard. I mean, when you've got companies and organizations, you've got the Biden administration who leveraged OSHA and, and other ways and means to force this down upon companies who then force it down upon people. It's really tricky. I know we all know tons of people who were forced to do that. Do this or lose your job, which is ridiculous. That's as un-American as it gets. And again, I don't care for the people out there. No doubt uh, the trolls who are here today, who I think is just one one <laughs> person who's probably putting lipstick on right now. Like, yeah. like probably got lots of shots that's great i don't care i don't care if you get shots if you get all the shots if you get no shots the principle and the concept that's always been the issue with this whole deal is the mandate aspect of it exactly like i tell tell me that you encourage it list the reasons why and then let people decide as soon as you say you have to do this or else you've lost a lot of people not just me because i'm stubborn but you've lost a lot of people in the country and that's that's where they went so wrong and i hate it for you and i i hope and pray that you continue to be feeling good i know tons of people who still are i'm not one of the ones who think you take this and you're gonna just die and everything's gonna go wrong i i don't i don't think that i do think there's a lot of questions and concerns with it no doubt but but it's it's ridiculous it's as un-american as a thing as we have seen in the last x amount of years and it's it's just not who we are it's ridiculous well, it is, well, for half the country, it is who they are because Democrats and the left love to see their rivals and their opponents get punished. And this was a form of punishment to anybody who wouldn't go trust the science and go along with it or just decided it wasn't right for them. Right. It's the fact that the left, the totalitarian left throughout history, you go back, no matter what country you go to, you will see the leftists always imposing punishments on people who won't go along with what the government says. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I, I agree. Shell's posted some sort of meme in the X space. The X hole? X hole. Yeah, she put it in the hole. Put it right in somebody's hole. Um, I haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, you guys over there on X-Space, continue to uh, ra raise your hand if you want a mic. Get a, get a mic. Come on. Chat with us. We'd love to. Con you know, we've got one now. Yeah. We've got it's, one it's, now. It's P.O.'d again. Let's go, P.O. Let's do it, brother. Back. Oh, 
let's do it. What you just talked about was called informed consent. You have to have informed consent, but they weren't making you or, or letting you consent to it. They were demanding it. And I mean, that goes completely against the Hippocratic Oath of any of these people, plus the fact, follow the science, but hey, let's just leave this biology shit out of the equation. Yeah. My I should have said fecal matter, not poo-poo, so just I saying. mean, I mean, you've heard our show, P.O. Texan, P.O. Texan, I mean. We, Especially when Tom says fecal shedding like Fauci. Yes. Fecal shedding. Yeah, he's very into that phenomenon. <laughs> oh, I've, uh, but no, I mean, it is, and it, it's so against the Hippocratic Oath, it's so against so much of, again, just who we freaking are, and I... I I, they say to you, you bring up follow the science, which we got into a lot, obviously during during those days. But the problem that's so remarkable about this, and, and it shows the disdain that the government, and particularly the left, but really just the government writ large and the organizations within the government have for the American people, is they'll tell you that follow the science. They they change on a daily basis what the science is, right. and then their own data that is supposedly the science, the stats, where their minions are putting up on the website. They're going out doing the research, putting up on their website, whether it's CDC, you know, who CDC being the prime example, is contrary, was contrary to what they're actually out there saying. Follow the science and listen to us. What they're really saying is don't follow the science, please, whatever you do. Don't go to our website where all the data is agreeing with what you're saying. Just listen to what we say and do it. That's kind of how we have to have this go if we're going to destroy this thing. Uh, that's that. That's what they're really saying. But that's that's what we've all seen and experienced. Because again, some of the the, the CDC guidance back during COVID w was contrary to the data on their friggin' website. Right. And it was never addressed. And if someone did bring it up, which no one almost ever did. In, in press press rooms and, and some of the Q&A sessions, they were blown off and called, you know, ridiculous. That's absurd. Like, no, it's not. Here it is right there. Here's a screenshot of it. It was just posted yesterday. This was posted last year. This was posted six weeks ago. I, I, it, people have to wake up, think for themselves, and understand when people push back and say, no, that's wrong. This, th there just has to be more pushback. There has to be more understanding. And, and we, we've got to collectively, I know this audience does, I know you guys on Rumble do, Facebook, YouTube, all the different places, X spaces, wherever you're listening or any of the OTT platforms for that matter, you're smart enough to know it's getting other people to, to, to see through the BS and know that's our struggle. That's where we are as a country is, you know, I, I hate the term wake up. Those people are awake or not awake because it ties into some of the Q stuff, which we're just not a fan of here. But like, that is what needs to happen in, in relative practical terms. People need to wake up, think for themselves, look right in front, listen, use your, use your, your freaking ears to hear what they're saying. Cause they tell you all the time what they're doing. And then they just push back and say, no, you're ridiculous. I would have never said that two minutes ago when I said it, his names are starting to get lamer. Now it's just the Colin guy. 10. Damn. Nah, yeah. Oh, they, they were good. I I'm, I've kept them all so we can go over them later in the show, but what the government and what the left is not understanding about the COVID mandate and, and the people who are resistant toward getting it is the fact that the mortality rate was so low that people made their own assessment based on their own health if they decided for themselves if it was worth the risk or not for them to get the COVID shot. Or if they had COVID and they believed that the antibodies that they produced themselves were better than the vaccine. The fact that the government told 
people they had to get something that's where you got the most resistance was that sheer fact of as you said one of the most un-american things you could ever imagine if the mortality rate was higher and say we were dealing with a hemorrhagic fever that was aerosolized so people were getting headaches on a monday and by friday all their internal organs had liquefied and they had bled out of every orifice of their body I myself would have made sure that I got a vaccine, that my kids got a vaccine, and that everybody I knew got a vaccine because the mortality rate was that high. When it comes to a weaponized virus like COVID, for most of us, we weighed the risk, especially if we had had gotten COVID and had gotten over it. It didn't seem like a logical conclusion to get injected for something that you had natural antibodies for. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. That, that, it, 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 and, and well, a couple of things. One, you're saying you made your own decision, which it is your decision. Most important thing above all that. But like, but when it when it was the survivability rate was through the roof. I, I got it so many times. Maybe had it again after Milwaukee. Don't know. Don't care. Like. It's just it, it, it comes down to your own risk assessment. Now, there's still people who during the end of it were like, OK, they're battling cancer. They're, you know, immune compromised, like all, something going on that's different. They're wearing a mask. By all means, you got to do what's good for you. Now, please understand the mask you're wearing does nothing to stop most of the stuff you're concerned about. But you've got to be comfortable. You got to be comfortable. What makes you comfortable do it. Just don't do it because people are telling you you have to do it. Get there based on on good research, good all of that stuff. I love, by the way, some of the the comments about MAGA this and Al Qaeda that. Never been MAGA. Never worn a MAGA hat. Not MAGA now. Killed Al Qaeda for a living. It's kind of weird. Some of the <clears throat> the stuff that's being talked about there. But we've got two hands up. Let's go. Three. We have three, oh, but we'll, we'll we'll take them in we order. We have a now. plethora of hands. Yes. Would you say it's a plethora? <laughs> but uh, we have King Flippa here. All right, let's do it. Yeah, thank you for having me. Love your space, uh, Red Voice. Uh, so, you know, you said people need to wake up. I think uh, this is not the uh, right term. People need to fight. Because what is to wake up? Everything is said. We need to fight. We need to shut down the whole system. We need uh, to stop participating in all systems that they have created for us. This is the only way to shut them down. We are much stronger than them in all kinds of ways. They cannot kill all of us. They cannot destroy all of us. But people are so attached to the nine to five jobs uh, and to the comfort. They are scared to lose the system because they cannot trust another alternative. They rather trust their own governments than actually to represent another alternative. So as long as this is not going to happen, talk is cheap, basically. You know, and I don't want to be rude to you guys and things like that. This is the reality. It's the reality. How long are we talking? We are talking more than 75 years. The, the, the COVID is not uh, two years or three years. The COVID is since uh, since the Spanish flu. You know, it's, it's much older than this shit that they are doing. It's, oh, not, it's nothing new, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, no, absolutely. Thank you for listening. And I'm glad that you check out the RVM spaces a lot. I agree with you. Look, I mean, here. so here's where we come at at that. And, and the reason why we say, you know, people got to be alert, awake, paying attention to things is because that's what we can tell people to do. I'm not going to sit here 
with the RVM brand, the RVM network, with my brand, my audience, and tell people to do something that's going to get them in trouble. But I totally agree with you that people have to fight and push back, fight not physically, fight. But what, but what kind of trouble? I mean, we already are in trouble. No, I know. I I hear you, brother. But 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 the thing is, is you 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 look at you look at the the weaponized government and how things are being done. We look at we were talking about the clip earlier today. Dude at January 6th, um, tons of bureau cars show up at his house. It's BS. They 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 take him to actually. I saw two videos, two two separate ones. I'm not saying it's not happening. What I'm telling you is I'm not encouraging violence. We're never going to do that. But you've got to push back. And the biggest way you can push back as a starting point, not an end point, is to wake people up to see how freaking broken things are and how it is very much an us versus them situation. That's that's where we are. And and it's it's local. It's it's getting involved locally, changing stuff there politically. It's pushing. It's it's getting stuff done at the state level, the federal level. Everyone pays attention to. Really doesn't matter that much. It does in the sense that they're starting to have impact on us. But you've got to start in that bottom level. I just am not going to tell people to start violence, not pay taxes, or do something like that. That's going to get them in personal trouble because that's not my job. Everyone else can do whatever they want to do. That's just not how how we push people to do it here because it's not, it's not our job to tell people what to do. And I, I certainly, when it comes to that stuff, we're, we're not going to do it, but I know we've got two more hands up. So let's go there. Yeah. Thomas is next. Thomas. What's up, brother. So my doctorate's degree is not in medicine. So please hear me out on this. I am not giving medical advice. However, being a hospital coroner for 20 years, we, understood doing vaccinations we understood the process of vaccinations and when they these vaccinations for covid came out i personally started talking to my family saying wait a second before we rush into this process these are unstudied these are unverified yes they're trying to come out with something to hold a a worldwide phenomenon um, I just think it's very interesting reading reports right now of the vaccine injuries and the deaths actually surrounding those that have been vaccinated. I'm concerned about that. And I just hope I hope more people read those reports. Thanks, guys. Yeah. No, I hope they do, too, because, again, when this for the whole conversation first started and again, as always, Thomas, thanks for your service. Thanks for all that you've done, and, and your comments are always are always great, and we always appreciate your engagement. But the when this all first started, the VAERS data that was out there was extremely concerning if you looked at it. Again, you had to look at it, and then you had to ask yourself, do I trust the data, and then do I trust this? And you had to look at how fast things went, all of that. But then you see the information that's, that's come out since, and I, I don't see any out there that should lead you to anywhere other than having significant questions. Again, some people think differently than we do. That's fine. They're, and they're going to land on, I've weighed the, 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 the pluses and the negatives, and I'm going to do it. Okay. That would not be how I, I talked to a doctor. I talked to a doctor um, right after Milwaukee because I, I needed some meds and was, was feeling sick. And the first, one of the first questions out of his mouth was, did you take the vaccine? I said, no. And his response was good. Like there's a lot of folks who, who have seen through this and or are waking up to it now. Like, okay, we're pumping the brakes on this because there's a lot of issues. Again, I, I just don't know how people are arriving at the, 
the answer of this is very safe. This is what I need to do. If that's where you get, then Godspeed, take it, do whatever you want to do and hope things go well for you. But I don't know how people get there because there are even just the discussions alone. Forget the data. The data is the most important thing, right? But discussions alone should have everyone be like, oh, I don't know. Should I do this? Should I not do this? But so many people are just, I'm doing it. How, how soon can I come back for my, my booster? <laughs> like they're just right. so freaking excited about it. Well, I mean, as a country and as a nation, we have almost eliminated risk from our daily lives, which our country was built on risk. And if you're not going to have risk takers in your society, I'm not saying go crazy with things, but there's a certain amount of personal risk that human beings have to take in order to feel alive. If If you get rid of risk out of your life totally, of course you're going to be you, you, anything that makes you uncomfortable, you don't want to deal with. Yeah. Again, it goes back to the, the segment of the population that we have that is always looking to find a pill to be able to take so they, they can uh, mitigate any sort of discomfort that they have, which is just a natural part of life. I don't, you know, I, I'm in a in, in not a great mood today. I, I don't. I'm kind of out of sorts. I feel a little depressed. I got to take a pill for that instead of just riding it out. I understand clinical depression and, and getting down to those horrible suicidal depths that a lot of people do, and I feel sorry for them. But those people are outliers compared to the rest of the people who are taking antidepressants. I, I'm I'm convinced of that. Same thing. Same thing with just about any other pharmaceutical out there. And I think, for me, my opinion, that these pharmaceuticals are being pushed just so you have lifetime customers. I keep going back to this. I don't, I, I can't, I, in just in my years from the time that I was in my 20s to the time that I am now, I have seen more people under the age of 30 on God knows how many types of prescriptions yeah. that they've been on for years, and they're yeah. not even 30 yet. Yeah. No, it's it's completely unnecessary, but it's it's they've been convinced that it's necessary, and th- and then they do they become reliant. Everyone, the doctors are incentivized. It's incentivized to give them out. I mean, it's it's just a it's a hot mess ac- across the board. Uh, no two ways about it. One more hand, Disco. Yep. Let's do let's do one more hand. We'll take a break, and then we're gonna get into to some Adam Schiff stuff. Let's toss it to to whoever's got the mic. Well, that would be me again, man. I got a lot to say, but uh, you said uh, data. Well, the data skewed, buddy. I'm a paramedic, brought a patient in, da-da-da-da-da. Uh, rent a doc. I was trying to get my report, and he starts laughing because he's reading emails. And he said, well, he's not welcome at this particular hospital anymore. And uh, why is that? Well, an MVA of a motor vehicle accident, this guy buried his head in the A-post. And uh, PM had her all over the seat. Well, instead of the coroner picking him up, the EMS decided to bring him to the uh, the hospital he was working at at the time. At the end of the shift, they had his uh, cause of death down as COVID. He did test positive for COVID, but that's not what killed him. What killed him was the fact that he had brain matter all over the A-post. That's what killed him. So he scratched it out, and he got this letter saying that uh, he was no longer, uh, uh, he lost his privileges at that particular hospital. So, no, yes, there was data, but the data is skewed, and poppycock landed there. No, absolutely. Was that the Orlando one? Where was that? I ain't going to say it. Just say it was in Texas. Okay. So, because there was one in Orlando, too. There's a motorcycle accident in Orlando. Dude, launched off his bike. Killed 
Cause of death, COVID. COVID. <laughs> so remarkable. The, the data. You're right. Real quick, Tom, and then I'll let you go. The the, the data. What the data? I mean, you're totally right. The, all those the death numbers, the case numbers, total BS. Total BS. Can't trust a thing about them. The, I, I'm more saying going back to the vax. The data that was out there for that, put out by the government, should have shown some concerns. Not all of it. They showed, they showed, of course, some fabricated stuff that wasn't real, too. But there was some stuff that they put out that people should have been like, ooh, this doesn't look good. Like, But yeah, on the, on the other data that you're talking about, especially cause of death, amount of cases, amount of actual deaths that were actual COVID deaths, which were so much smaller than anything they discussed. They're, they were ludicrous numbers. And those those deaths should be the ones that are remembered the most. Piano falls on guy's head. Cause of Cause death? death? COVID. Yeah. Remember the uh, the daily uh, press conferences that we get with uh, Burks? Burks, yeah. yeah. Fauci and the whole gang. And Trump was there as well. I'll never forget the day that Burks got up there and said, I am so happy and so pleased to announce that not only are we tracking deaths by COVID, but we're all tra- we're also lumping in um, deaths with COVID. And her real her her reasoning behind that was it was to help the hospitals in the amount of people coming into the emergency room because if you had a COVID patient, the 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 uh, you got some federal money coming in. Yeah, and that was her whole reason by it. And I was like, she just admitted that they're inflating the numbers by saying by by lumping in people who died with COVID as opposed to because of COVID. And that is stuck in my head for the last three years of how rigged this game is is being played with the bureaucrats in Washington, D.C. Yeah, 100 percent. And, and again, said out loud. I mean, there's the amount of things that they've said to tell us a lot of the things that we've then had stuck in our craw ever since like that. These de- all these things. It's just remarkable. And then but that but the crazy thing is, is you can't question it. Right. But didn't you say, Dr. Burks? No, 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 that's not what I meant. What I meant was something different than I said, because I realized what I said was true. And that can't be happening. We can't we can't be saying that Uh, we got to move on from this topic. We got to take a break. We're going to talk about Trump and Schiff. Schiff is saying that the 14th Amendment fits Trump to a T. We'll talk about that. We got plenty of other stories. We'll get back to you guys all coming up right after this break. Stick around. interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy. But here's the good news. There's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Speak to someone at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets dial 833 the number two usa gold yes call now 833-287-2465 
This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Call 833, the number two USA Gold. Yes, call now. 833-287-2465. Act swiftly. 833-287-2465. How in the world could such a small group of people with limited resources change world history? But in fact, that's happening, and it's the power of the truth. The truth is like kryptonite. Healthcare isn't, in some sense, working very well. Foster Colson is thinking about this. He's got a new company, an online healthcare platform called The Wellness Company. Telehealth company called The Wellness Company. The Wellness Company. TWC.health is The Wellness Company. The most popular product is the detoxification supplement that features natokinase. Natokinase is the only enzyme that we're aware of right now that dissolves the spike protein. Spike protein is loaded in the body with the COVID-19 infection and definitely with the vaccines. We've been completely accurate on the spread of the virus, early treatment, on the deficiencies in hospital care, and now the deaths that are occurring after vaccination. This is a human outrage and it's occurring at the end of a hypodermic needle. Isn't it interesting? Natural substance is combating this man-made disaster. When I invented my pillow, my passion was to help each and every one of you. And 20 years later, all of your support is what keeps us going. Because of you, we've been able to create thousands of USA jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever. To thank you, my employees and I are bringing you a limited edition my pillow. The Giza Elegance My Pillow is made with my patented adjustable fill, the most amazing cotton, and a two-inch pipe gusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, get a queen size MyPillow for only $19.98. From all of us here at MyPillow, Thanks America! All right, so the Communist Party is terrified of Trump. More specifically, Trump getting elected again. So they're ramping up the 14th Amendment rhetoric to keep him from running. And you had the ever so odious liar Adam Schiff, who appeared on the Horish Redhead show over the weekend, had this to say about his view of Trump in the 14th Amendment. There's an argu argument uh, circulating about whether the 14th Amendment that prohibits anyone, in, quote, engaged in insurrection or rebellion from holding public office bars Trump from running for president. Now, this hasn't been tested in our system before. Uh, do you think, what is your thought on whether that's a valid argument? I think it is a valid argument. Uh, you know, the 14th Amendment, Section 3, is pretty clear. If you engage in acts of insurrection or rebellion against the government, or you give aid and comfort to those who do, you are disqualified from running. 
It doesn't require that you be convicted of insurrection. Uh, it just requires that uh, you have engaged in these acts. It's a disqualification from holding office again. Uh, and it fits Donald Trump to a T. Uh, I think this will be tested when a secretary of state uh, either refuses to put him on the ballot or puts him on the ballot and is challenged by a litigant. Um, I would imagine it will go up to the Supreme Court. And that's the big question mark through all of this, which is, what will the Supreme Court do? There are prominent constitutional scholars, as well as prominent uh, progressive scholars, uh, who believe that he should be disqualified. But uh, will the court take that step, ultimately? Uh, only time will tell. But I do think uh, it is a very legitimate issue. By the clear terms of the 14th Amendment, he should be disqualified from holding office. Okay. So... I love first and foremost that they think that this is a conversation that would be interesting to anyone. Jen Psaki and Adam Schiff. Why would anyone have Schiff on their show in the first place? That the whole the thought of that is hilarious. She's just circling back. She's circling back. I still always think it's inside Jen Psaki is the show, not inside with. It's it, it's too close. Anyways, I mean Schiff's a proven liar, hater of America, hater of freedom. Now, not only is he, uh, he's like a proven liar, his, his opinion means as little as a urine-soaked mental patient screaming at traffic. That, that's who Adam Schiff is. <laughs> Just out there, I can see... Uh I can see the visual now, and actually, I kind of want to do a bit on yeah, it. Yeah, can we work on that this week? <laughs> Get Tom out in the middle of traffic. Yeah, <laughs> soaked in my own urine. I mean, we you don't. We could. Yeah, we could fake that. Yeah, you don't have to actually <laughs> pee on yourself. <laughs> unless, a, unless you're gonna get. Are you? He's a method actor. Yeah, yeah. method. Yeah. He yes. needs to. He needs to get just right into it. But I mean, isn't it remarkable that anyone values the Democrat and the Democrats clearly do that they value Schiff's views on on. Any number of topics, any topic for that matter, like the the incomparable Michael Malice summed it up the best when he said Pizzagate aged better than Russiagate, and it, and it really did with the conviction of Gordon Meek. But shift his whole Russiagate thing was an absolute lie that right. he put the whole country through for three years. But at the beginning of his statement, he says, "You don't have to be convicted." Uh, of um, insurrection or um, what's the other term? Not uh, uh, whatever the Fourteenth Amendment. I can't think of it right now. But let's just say let use insurrection as the term. Okay. You don't have to be convicted of insurrection. Um, sedition. Sedition. Yeah. yeah. You just have to have engaged in these acts. Well, it, it, he goes on to say you, you don't have to be convicted in a court of law of sedition. To be disqualified, you just have to engage in these acts. If you're engaging in those acts, then you're guilty of sedition, and you should be, <laughs> you should be put on trial for sedition, right? right. Just, this, is, this is how shift works and how all the Democrats work. They talk in this weird circle where it sounds like they're saying something, but what they're saying is contradicting what they just said. So what he's, without saying it, shift is of the point that Trump is disqualified from running because he questioned the outcome of the election. That's the only reason. And to him, that's seditious conspiracy or seditious behavior. Right. Therefore, he doesn't have to be convicted. Trump ha doesn't have to be convicted of sedition and be found guilty for it to, 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 be, to forfeit his chance of becoming president. But— they won't come right out and say it, but he, this is as close as you're going to get to them saying he's guilty of questioning the election. Yeah. Which, Which is his right. 
which is his right and which they have done and they, continue they do it every to do every election <laughs> every damn one every damn one I, it, it's it's but but it shows it shows a couple things it shows as we always talk about that the democrats hate you they hate you so much we love you we're glad you're here but they really really hate you they hate this country and the truth doesn't matter to them they don't want the rights that they have and enjoy to be shared and expanded on to you and to the rest of us. It's, that's not how it works, which sounds so simple in, in elementary or maybe middle school at best, which is probably the worst season of life if we're all being on. But, like, but that, that's how they look at it. Like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. we can challenge elections, but that guy can't. That guy can't. And by the way, it's really dangerous if he does because he's got a huge movement behind him. Never before a bigger political movement has a person had in our country. So it's, it's, it's one, it's not them getting to do it. And two, it's someone who's a very big threat to them. So you're absolutely right, though. That's what it boils down to. Boil it down to the brass tacks. What are they saying? He hurt my feelings. He's challenging the election. I don't like him. I want him put in timeout, or in this case, prison. Yeah, we need to move on from this. Don't ask any questions. Sit down, shut up, put on your mask, get your jab, and do exactly everything that we we tell you to do. Be, and if you question anything that we're telling you, you're guilty of sedition. Yes, exactly. You talk about it, you guys on This Is My Show, guilty. Guilty is, it's ridiculous. Dem Democrats who actually value Schiff's opinion and listen to him also, definitely very. We talked about masks earlier. They're the kind of folks who mask up in the shower, aren't they? Oh mm. yeah. Honey, what are you doing? Just go on to shower. <laughs> Can you? I'm not going to even go where I was going to go. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to spare everyone. It's dark in my brain, but um, but let's change topics from the corrupt Democrat circle jerk pivot man to the <clears throat> what? <laughs> I just, it's, is it not right? No, I don't know. Is, I just was just loved it. Just every, I, every the megalomaniacal <laughs> dictator of North Korea, <laughs> Kim Jong Un, <laughs> whose sister, Kim Yo Jong. I love you. You sweet alabaster doll. She better be. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think she is. Um, I talk about her way too much. I, I'll, I'll admit it. Um, but the main point of the story is, as we pivot... Um, <laughs> as we pivot. Do I need to play that clip again one more time? <laughs> no, it's, it's good. Don't get me too excited. I won't be able to finish the show. Uh, Little Rocket Man is planning a road trip to Russia to discuss the sale of arms to Russia to assist in Ukraine. In return... The Hermit Kingdom will receive much-needed grain for its leaders. Oh, and they also want technology for satellites and nuclear-powered subs. Interesting. So this whole meeting's going to go down. I forget the name of the, the university in, in Far Eastern Russia. It doesn't really matter. But it's going to happen in the coming days at a summit that's going on at the same time. They're both going to attend. They're going to sit down and meet. They're going to have those conversations. But... It is a big deal, right? This is a big deal for, for a lot of reasons, and, and, and I'll, I'll get to them in a second, but just an, an important reminder about communism, only the highest members of the party get basic necessities. The serfs get nothing like 
they they have to you'll you'll be you'll have nothing you'll like it right we always talk about that we all of that if you complain you're you're put down like a dog but but this meeting is furthering those types of of regimes and agendas we've got our own problems with communism creeping up on us here at home but it's also a meeting that's a clear fu to the united states it's a meeting that i was talking about this um on a different show earlier today too this is this is this is something that further demonstrates the rapidly changing partnerships and alliances around the globe. Now, to say that North Korea hasn't partnered with our enemies before and had conversations, I'm not saying that or suggesting that, but you see this trend of everyone else ganging up and encircling the U.S. and its partners, and not for an all-out onslaught or attack, I'm not saying that, but an onslaught on our systems, on our previous relationships, on how we do things, on alliances, on our economy, all of those things, that, that to me is the takeaway on this. There's more to it for sure. Do we want North Korea to have some of the weapons technology that Russia has? No. Do we want the Russia-Ukraine war to continue and, and to have it carried on further because of more weapons and assistance coming in? No, but guess what? That doesn't matter anyways because we're so hell-bent on it happening that it's going to continue. It doesn't even really matter what Russia does at this point. But it's the, the bigger issue, the underlying issue is North Korea, Russia, Saudi, China, India, Brazil, Saudi, all, all the BRICS nations plus some additional folks such as North Korea coming together, getting more buddy-buddy, getting closer to each other, striking these deals. That's It's a big story. And again, like the BRICS stuff, no one's talking about it. It's like, you guys, hey, is any no one's watching this over here? No one at all? And they're not, and it has dire consequences for us as a country. Yeah, it, it's the West. It, the West is, has it has made this weird suicide pact with the United States in Europe, and it's like they're this this giant cutter who wakes up every day and is like, "Here I go." Ugh. I'm just gonna watch the blood hit the concrete. But no matter how much blood hits the concrete, the pain still stays inside. <laughs> That's what it's like on a daily basis with what's going on right now. And as you were saying, in the meantime, all these new alliances are, are, are coming together or being formed around the world. And if we ever do get back on track as a country... We we're pretty we're pretty well outnumbered at this point, and I'm not even talking militarily. I'm talking financially. I'm talking yeah. energy wise. The only way that we can kind of get back on our feet is if we become energy energy independent, as we were toward the end of Trump's administration, as a baseline, just to to start over again. It's like we're going to be starting from ground zero with the amount of damage that Obama has done through his puppet. That he installed and that's the reason is because obama and the rest of the hardcore left hate the country and they want this authoritarian global government is what they're going for and the only way to successfully come to that end is to totally destroy and annihilate the united states the way the way that it has been for the last 200 years well you know what sucks too because it, there's a couple thoughts. I'm going to try and keep myself on task here, but 
yes to what you just said, but one, this, this, this likely is not happening if you've got a strong leader in office. If you've got someone like Trump, who the other side doesn't ex know exactly what they're going to do in office, right? Strong leadership keeps some of this stuff at bay because the other side, the enemies don't know what we're going to do. They know and respect us as being strong. They might not like us, but they, they damn sure respect us. And, and under Trump, who everyone thought was going to get us into wars— didn't, but he also kept people on their toes, had people scared, for sure, what's America going to do? And as a result, we had, we had, we had peace. We had, we had good things happening in terms of foreign policy. For the most part, there were some mistakes. But there was, there was peace through strength, which is something we always talk about. Here's the problem with it. You can say, and I, I, I even think this sometimes, that Okay, we get back in, we return to peace through strength. We have to do that. We do have to do that. The issue is, is the, the enemies are smart. China and Russia are smart. People put them down all the time. Are they as good as us on certain things? No, we're freaking America. But that, you know, we're up here, they're down here, and, and we're, we're experiencing this right now. And what concerns me is if we I don't think we can win in 24 again I don't mean to burst anyone's bubble I know that's shitty news to get I hope I'm wrong we talked about it on Friday I try to limit the amount of times I say that during the week on purpose but I, I do think that we've got a massive uphill battle to climb that doesn't mean I don't want to win don't 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 mistake that but if even if we do let's say we won in 24 or we won in 28 and the country wasn't totally gone our enemies know that we've overhauled and basically flipped our military on its head, flipped our intelligence community on its head. And I don't think the fear is there anymore because they see, oh, they're more concerned about paying for gender reassignment surgeries, for knitting club, cat parties, they're stuff like that. They're spying on their own people. <laughs> spying on their own people. So you see all of that and you see that change. It's like, I don't know that they're they're a room full of shit kickers anymore. I think that maybe they're a room full of people who do other stuff, people who maybe get monkeypox. I think, I think that there's this shift, and that's not to put down our military. You know what I'm saying. I love and respect our military, but there is a quiet purge going on. There, there is a, a mass exodus of, of meat eaters who are like, screw this, whether they've been told to leave, whether they're just getting out because they see the writing on the wall, whatever, but there's this re redoing that's going on and over uh, overhaul is the best word i can think of of the types of folks that are there and eventually when we come back and say guess what bitches we're back peace through strength shut up or we kill you we will help you if you need our help we will keep the peace on a global scale some of our enemies are gonna be like yeah that that worked like eight to 12 years ago it's not going to work anymore okay brenda who used to be doug <laughs> is not really that intimidating. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm really legitimately concerned that we're getting to that point. Oh, yeah, we're getting to that point. And we're also getting to the point where our enemies know that our military is being retooled and reorganized to turn on its own populace if it's asked, if it's asked to. Yeah. Because right now we have half the country, we have the left saying that the right are the enemy of our country. So if you're going to keep calling somebody the enemy, 
Go ahead and play that story out. How does it end? It ends with the annihilation of one of those sides. And they need a military that will not hesitate to take up arms and start murdering fellow Americans. And that's what they're going for. Yeah. Because as you're talking, the meat, the, the meat eaters, the door kickers, the knuckle draggers, the pipe hitters, they're all being purged out of there. And and they, for the, and those folks love the country and will do anything in defense of the country. The military does not want that mentality. They want the mentality of somebody who's going to be able to operate a drone and go murder everybody in a subdivision because they didn't vote blue. <laughs> yeah, that's a very, yeah, a hundred percent. It's, it's, it's just, it's, unf I hate all the crap that we talk about on a daily basis. <laughs> But but it's so freaking true. Like that's that's where we are. Someone said something earlier. I just wanted to get the comment right. Tom's brain has fifty three windows open all the time. <laughs> someone said you'd be a great drinking buddy. That's true. Yeah. Uh, as as someone who drank with him all weekend, um, I, I do frequently. But over the weekend, for sure. Um, that is a true statement. Everyone in this crew is a good drinking buddy. <laughs> we, we've got that box checked for sure. Uh, we're, we're good at some things. But, <clears throat> no, it, it just is. I mean, I'm telling you, the, the, the situation is dire. It doesn't mean the situation is over. I know that – I don't know if King Flippa is still here. I know that King Flippa was frustrated with my response earlier, uh, you know, in terms of what we do to fight back. You got to keep in mind, everyone, it is tough in this day and age where words are violence and you can break the law and be thrown in prison for words. We, we do try to be a little bit careful here because we want to keep doing this and have a voice, have discussions so we can we can talk about what's happening to our country and how we push back. But we're also not going to sit here and tell you to do st stupid things that are going to get you or us in trouble. Doesn't mean you can't do it. Doesn't mean at some point that we don't want to do it. But there's there's a time and a place for everything, and and um, it's a tricky it's a tricky time because I've told you before I'm a zero to sixty guy. I don't really have in between speeds. So if I'm going to get into that and be telling you stuff, we're going to be at a different point in our country, and I'm also going to be handing you something. Like it's going to be a <laughs> it's going to be a different time. So. Uh, and I pray that it's time that we never see. I really, really do. Now, you know, we, you know, just to kind of lighten the mood, Tom, do you know that there's the, uh, ba the basketball in North Korea has different rules? Did you know this? Yeah. Yeah. So I just, we've talked about it before, but just a reminder, this is what goes on over there. The fifth rule, I'm not a fan of games can end in a tie. That's dumb. There's got to yeah. be a winner. But any field goal made in the last three seconds of any game is given eight points. Could you imagine that? That'd be kind of anywhere cool. on the court. No field uh, field goal. So if like you get fouled and then you got three seconds left, and you're making a a free throw. Okay. You know, it's eight points. So it could be a game changer right there. One point is deducted for every missed free throw shot, though. Mm -hmm. I like that one. So Shaq's like in trouble. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That one's really great. And then um, three point shots are awarded four points if the ball doesn't touch the rim. Hmm. Swish. Yeah. Swish is four. nothing but net. And then slam dunks are worth three points. Hmm. But they want, like, real showmanship. It's got to be a spectacular dunk. That's what it says Can there. I mean, how many North Koreans are tall enough to dunk? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to be mean to a very impoverished and brutalized country. Like, I know there are some. But, like, I picture – I'm not saying everyone's spud web either. But – well, you got to think with the malnourishment that goes on in that country that it's you're gonna 
<laughs> your baseline for athletes is going to be pretty low just because of the deficiencies that everybody has in their diets. Right. But you'd think because they're playing a sport for their leader, they would be well nerd. They'd be taken care right, of. But not know. as a kid. You know, unless yeah, yeah. you were born into some, you know, higher caste or whatever. I think they're going to have to. I, I don't know how professional basket the North Korean Professional Basketball League is, but I'm assuming that there are tons of players from around the world going there. But why would you want to go there to play basketball? I don't know. I kind of picture it different. I picture it like there's only two teams. Kim Jong-un has it set up like I know we always reference it, but has it set up like the, the Harlem Globetrotters and the Washington Generals. But then he's so into it that he, like— Brags like we have never lost a game. It's like, bro, you set it up this way. Well, I, I was thinks it's real. He thinks it's real. <laughs> I was gonna pull the footage. I didn't know if we were gonna get in trouble, but uh, the Harlem Globetrotters went and played his team, the North Korean. This was back with Dennis Rodman. He came there and oh, brought them. Oh, that there. was when Rodman was yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. And I so. guarantee you, some kinky shit went down on that. <laughs> oh yeah, Dennis, if you touch Kim Yo Jong. I'm just saying. I had a friend of mine who covered that. He's a sound guy. He went there? Yes, he went there, and he started texting me because Kim Jong-un, he was drinking with Kim Jong-un and Dennis Rodman and everybody after the game, and Kim, Kim Jong-un uh, turned on the Internet so he could tweet it, so he could send text messages and pictures of him having scotch with Kim Jong-un. Wow. <laughs> Turn on the Internet. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, okay, we're going to take a break. When we, we have, come back. We do have a hand up. We have a hand up. We will get to your hand. We've got a Biden clip that we just have to address. <laughs> this is phenomenal. Straight. This is vintage Joe Biden 2023 right here. Uh, we got plenty to get to, folks. So much fun still. Your hands, Joe Biden, not your hands sexually. We'll see how it goes. Maybe the third hour. <laughs> Let's not rule anything Let's out. Let's <laughs> not rule it out at this point in time. And then in the third hour, we got tons more stories. We got the post show press conference. All that's coming up. Stay with us. Moms and dads of America, you love your kids. You love God. You love this country. And you're tired of watching companies betray your values and ruin great products. Don't get angry. Invest your time, energy, and money into the people that are building the country you want for your kids and standing for the values that will lead to their blessing and protection. Invest in companies like Brave Books. They are on a mission to create content for kids that is safe for them to enjoy. They have kids' books that teach about character, hard work, and the value of being brave. If you join their Book of the Month Club, you get a new book sent to your door every month that will teach your kids pro-God, pro-American values. Brave books will not betray your trust. Your children and your grandchildren will thank you. Remember, the land of the free depends on the homes of the brave. This one's on me, bud.
Biden and his cronies have lost over $3 trillion of America's retirement savings in 2022 alone. With inflation running rampant and the stock market crashing, do you have a plan to protect your wealth? Our friends at American Alternative Assets help you protect your retirement savings by rolling over your IRA or 401k into a gold IRA. Fact is, you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while maintaining its tax-deferred status. Visit protectfrombiden.com today to get your free wealth protection guide. This guide will give you all the answers you need. American Alternative Assets is an A-plus and accredited member of the Better Business Bureau. Protect your savings now before it's too late. Visit protectfrombiden.com. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. sure this is gonna be okay bro it's totally fine now open up and four oh wait 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 where are my scripts oh right here we go perfect awesome thank you play through going for, going for the green right now Disco, it's okay. They're just baby teeth. And here we go. We continue the journey that is Tuesday, September 5th. 4.40 in the p.m. How long are you going to keep this voice on? I don't know. Okay. Just, I just, I just what's what came out. I never know what's coming out. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, oh, be safe, good. be smart, be free. <laughs> uh, but we, I think, do we have a hand up still? Or did they we, 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 do, we do, we do. Okay. And it's uh, son of a ton? Son of a ton. Uh, it's actually son of time. Oh, sorry. Okay, that, that son, son of time. News. Hooked on phonics. Work it for me. Okay, sorry. <laughs> son of time. No problem. I appreciate it. Uh, apologize. Background music. I'm in the gym right now. Um, you touched earlier, uh, kind of like what our military was, or they've gotten softer, whatever it was. Um, as a Marine, I've been able to see it. But I can think back. I can go back almost 30 years ago. So when a few good men came out, um, it kind of flipped a lot of our policies and getting rid of the old core, what we could and couldn't do. But if you look at it, and to this day it's true, we protect those who can't protect themselves. We protect the weak. And there was quite a few of us that kind of did that. Everybody has their own reasons, college or jail or you know, uh, they were poor, they did a job, whatever it may be. Uh, generational type deal everybody has their reasons but you, go, you come out of there and that was 
kind of like what we were taught or what was indoctrinated. Um, right, wrong, and different. We protect those who can't protect themselves. But what we've done with the millennials and the Gen Zs, uh, I'm a Gen Xer myself. We did. We kind of raised ourselves, but we've coddled, baby, uh, babied, uh, helicopter parent, whatever these kids, and it's happened. And I talked to my 22-year-old and 26-year-old uh, Sunday about it. Um, if I'd have known what the game stations and the computers and the iPhones and the iPads and everything else would have led up to and the laziness or the lack of critical thinking that we were left up to do on our own. But the big difference was what our parents and our friends' parents, they had a common, um, not a common goal, but common thought. Um, so most of the time, your friends' parents thought like your parents did. That's who you hung out with, that's who you played, that's who was on your block. We had that, it takes a village, uh, type mentality. These kids now, they're so used to, they don't have any patience. They don't understand that things don't come the snap of the finger because since they were old enough to look it up on the computer or whatever, they can get information instantly. But there's so much conflicting information, just like they asked me in the last few years, Dad, who do I listen to? Who do I... I said, you're going to have to make that decision for yourself. You're, it's time for you to be an adult, just like when I cut them off you know, financially. Me helping you is not helping you. If you have to live in your car, you live in your car. Um, I know a lot of parents will disagree with that or not having that, but if I die tomorrow, what happens to them? Yeah. Um, that's my mentality, I guess. But I will say this. We are responsible for what has gone on for the last... 40 years. Um, we saw it with the boomers. It's been a slow indoctrin indoctrination. Um, and people think, oh, this has only happened in the last six, seven years. No, it's been going on. You have to kind of do your own little research and start tying some things together. It's been going on a very long time. And yeah. we're just now kind of, I guess you'd say, waking up to it. But there again, these kids do not have I guess just, they just, who do I listen to? Who, you have to listen to your heart. I'm not saying I was a perfect parent. I screwed up a lot. Just like with my parents, I think they did great in some things, but I broke a cycle in others. And I think every generation should and needs to do that. But we did not give them the skills to do that. No, I... And that's where we're screwed up. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I couldn't agree more. And, and first and foremost, thanks for your service. Thanks for working out for us. Also, I haven't, I haven't been as good about that lately. And now I feel even worse about it. But no, I appreciate you, you weighing in and saying that um, it, it's, it's so true. It's so true. We, we have, and, and I hate that you're seeing it in the military. I was seeing it on the Intel side in a different way. It's ramped up even more over the last several years since, since I've been out uh, of, of my old job, but you, you see all this stuff happening. And, and this is something that we've started to talk about more here lately. It's not specifically what you just said, which is so spot on about the parents. 
We all complain. Every last one of us complains about, cover your ears, Disco, millennial, I know you don't identify, but millennials and, and, and Gen Zers, all of us do. But who's responsible for them? We are. We are. We all complain about how, you know, all this shit that the government's doing to us, to include what's happening in our military, our various organizations, to what's, what, it, pick, it doesn't matter. Pick an issue. Fill in the blank with any issue. The reason all of it's happening is because of us. And that is such a painful pill to swallow. It's like getting kicked in the nuts with steel toe boots. I mean, it's it's a tough thing to realize, but it's so true. We 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 didn't want to believe the worst in our elected representatives in our government for the longest time. Trusted them. I worked for them and I trusted them for a while. We, we a lot of us were in that camp. And and then you let the problem grow and fester because you didn't, not you, us, collectively, open your eyes to it. Same thing with our, our young generations who, who are a struggle for our country, are part of the problem that are playing into this Marxist revolution and tearing our country down from the seams. But it, a lot of it comes down to, not all of it, there are crazy-ass professors out there who feed into people. There's social media. There's advertising. There's... There's so many things working against us and our youth, but at the end of the day, it, a lot of it does fall on our shoulders, and that's a tough pill to swallow, and, but we've got to wake up and realize that and say, okay, how do we fix this? How, how, do we, how do we help this younger generation? What are ways that we always talk about, because this is an interesting conversation, we always talk about how to get involved locally, politically, and this, that, and the other. How do we help our younger generations? What, what can we say to our own kids to communities of kids to, to help? I think the first thing you can let them know is the fact that if you try something and you're no good at it and you fail at it, it's okay. It's important for you to fail at something and know what that's like. You know what it's like to be defeated by something. And so that way you can figure out a way if you're going to keep pursuing and suing that, regroup. Yeah practice do what you need to do but we've it it, and it happened you know i'm a a, a gen x parent and i remember when i was a kid on the weekends you would leave with your friends on your bikes and you made damn well sure you didn't go back to your house until it was time to come back on to, to come back home when it got dark because if your dad spotted you and your friends guess what you all were doing yard work and that every parent was like that. So you lived in fear of your parents because they were going to put you to work. They weren't going to play and have fun with you. Like, you know, Gen X parents tried, they're like, you know, friends of mine. And I kind of was like this way, sort of this way was like, you know, I don't want to, you know, I want my kids to like me instead of be a parent. And for me, I started off that way, but then it was like, man, this, this isn't, this isn't my, you know, this, this isn't a little brother or a little sister. These are my kids. They, I, I'm not friends with them. I'm their parent. We can, we, it's a different relationship than you have with a friend. Well, you get to the friendship later, later. I'm great friends with my parents now. Right. And you get to that later in life once they're grown, they understand the world differently. They're not sucking on your teat. Like it's a different. The whole thing is different. Son of Ton seemed like he was chiming back in there. I want to give you one more spot here, though, if you have something. No, I'm saying you were you were talking about you know how do we fix this generation? I'm sorry, but it's sink or swim. You have to fail. 
You yeah. have to figure it out. There are too many. They have options that we didn't have, but they just don't want to use it. I mean, we literally have to coddle them and take them by the hand and direct them, even though it's there. Yeah. They're too lazy to actually go and honestly look it up. Um, and we have to fight. Um, I have to say it, the influencers. I was talking to my brother-in-law about it. Uh, my nephew's 18 and went off to college. And he's former military and cop. So him and I have a lot of black and white issues that we agree upon. Um, I think I'm a little more lenient than him, but that's okay. Um, but we were discussing it. I said, look, it could be worse. I mean, your son is right. You know, he could be an alcoholic or hooked on drugs or whatever. He just, he's got an integrity issue right now, you know. But it's not something you want to slide, but it's not the end all either. Right. It's not a punishable offense. So it's just one of those deals where, look, if you fail, you fail. Figure it out. Yeah. But no. if, we keep, if we keep bailing them out, they're never going to do for themselves. Yeah. No, I go back to participation trophies as a, as a point of failure. Tom goes back to casual work Fridays, but says that we're in the same vein. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, the, accept, the acceptance of casual Friday in the workplace was the genesis of where we are right now. And it, it, it goes all the way through the timeline of the participation trophies, the operization of a generation of people all the way up until what we have now. Yeah, you have to work for what you want. It's yeah. not given to you. And I, you, you know, you're saying, "Hey, close your ears." The way my way my parents raised me was sink or swim. You're gonna fail. Life's gonna suck. You're gonna have to figure out how to make it for yourself. At a young age, all my friends were out partying. I was working, whether it was on the car, on the lawn, or at a job. That's what I was doing. I never got to go out with my friends unless I took a day off from work. But the, my dad taught me: if the sun's shining, you make hay. We weren't on a farm, but that's just what he said. I don't know yes, why. Yes, he always, did you but he, grow up on No, a farm? but that's what he always said. <laughs> like, if the sun's shining, you make hay. Like, all right, let's go. We do have one more hand up, by Okay, the way. let's go to, let's try and get another hand or two. Crazy yeah. night. What's up, guys? Thanks for letting me have the floor. I'm going to um, uh, tap on what the Marine was talking about, one Marine to another. Oorah. So uh, the morale, as far as uh, anybody coming out of Hollywood, from what I hear, and I talked to a couple of squids and a couple of jarheads that have, you know, recently um, gotten through boot MCT, they're, they're, they're saying morale is high. The uh, trannies that are coming through are being, you know, progressive into administrative and pogue jobs. So I think all the bullshit going around the internet about the military getting weak is just that it's a bunch of bullshit. There ain't no way in hell anybody's going to get through boot MCT or AI without having a double dog mentality. That's it. Bottom line. I'm done. Yeah, no, I appreciate that feedback. And that's good to hear. Cause that's what you'd hope, right? Because you see this and it's like, that's not the makeup of, of who pick, pick a branch. I know all the branches have their rivalries, but that's not the makeup of the service. I mean, and it doesn't matter. You don't, you don't have to talk about, you know, a tier one unit or white soft, black soft or any of that kind of stuff. And, and that level it's, it's, you can talk all the, you can, and that's not to put down anyone beneath it, but you can talk any job. You still have a bunch of tough shit to go through. And, and, and some of these people who've got a big TikTok account, it just doesn't make sense that they would get through it. You can't see Dylan Mulvaney or who is that, that bitch with the long nails. It was a dude, but 
They went to the White House. Oh, the the, the intern or whatever yeah, it was. Like answering oh the phone God! Calls and doing all, like you're no. not gonna make it through that. So no, that's all that to say. Crazy night. I I I hope that you're right. I don't dispute completely that that you're not at all. Uh, I hope that you are. It makes more sense. But but we also do have leadership, no doubt, that would like it to pivot in some key roles, and, and their voice might be small or their numbers might be small, but their voice is loud. So I hope that's the way that things go. I think in the end it does. 100%, I think in the end, you know, your door kickers and, and your people who signed up to do this job for the right reason. 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 <laughs> the right reason. We, you know, we win. And it's, and it's, it just comes down to between now and then. Between now and then, where are we on all of this stuff? So that's encouraging to hear. I hate that that son of a ton seeing that. I appreciate both of y'all's service uh, above all else. Um, <clears throat> so ho hopefully that's the case for sure. We we, we got a lot of shit that we got to work out as a country. But one thing's for sure, our national security apparatus has to be strong. We can't ostracize the alphas who are out there wanting to do God's work and keep this country safe. Uh, so I hope that I hope that that's a... That's a thing that happens. Um, do we have? Oh, we have it. Oh, oh no. Did you know what we're asking for? Not a hand. Just, just real, real quick. Yeah. Real quick, one more thing. I, pr I appreciate the Elmer Fudd moment that you had. <laughs> you know, it's the gin. It's the gin. <laughs> no, we have the clip, but we have no more hands. Okay, well, let's get Crazy Knight had something else. Let's see what you have. I think that's what he was. Oh, you just appreciated that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you never know what's going to come out of my mouth. I don't either. That's what's so exciting about We're hunting wabbits. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, we've got this clip. So we just, we are, let's stay on this military theme here for a second, shall we? So there's this medal that you can get. This is the Medal of Honor, right, Tom? Yes. So obviously normally given out by the commander in chief. Commander in chief. Hard to even say those <laughs> words these days. <laughs> so. <laughs> Watch. So Biden's giving out this medal today. Maybe you've seen this. It, we, it popped up in our feed during the show. We had to pull it in. Biden is giving away the medal. Obviously a big deal. Big fucking deal to get the Medal of Honor. He pins it on and just just watch what he does after he pins it on. Then we'll discuss. Is this an Oops, I Cracked My Pants moment? Thanks, Oops, I Cracked My Pants. <laughs> so if you're, if you're just listening on X-Base or the audio podcast, it goes on and then he just walks off the stage. Um, Did he already give the speech? Who knows? Larry Taylor is there by himself. Larry Taylor's just rocking it. Larry Taylor looking like a very handsome man. Thanks for your service, Larry Taylor. Captain Larry Taylor, just real briefly. Just Ladies and gentlemen, please join me for the benediction. On... On the night of June 18, 1968, then First Lieutenant Taylor flew his Cobra attack helicopter to rescue men after they had become surrounded by the enemy. Uh, whoops, I got a little fla flash on here. It was pitch black, no moon, no stars, no light beyond the glow of Lieutenant Taylor's cockpit control. We heard the whisper coming through the, the radio, we're surrounded. Lieutenant Taylor knew the risk but was ready. Taylor, a Tennessean who's now 81, recalled in an interview last week that he had to figure out how to get the men out. Otherwise, they wouldn't make it out alive. So that's pretty ballsy. Back then, yeah. 1968, flying a helicopter with no moon, no just in pitch blackness with dudes that are surrounded by the enemy to get them out of there. 
I love it. I love it. Well, I, courageous man, someone who served this country, loves this country, uh, and 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 I love that he's won that and deserves it for that. What's just remarkable is that you've got the president of the United States. The president just like, well, I'm done here. I'm <laughs> off <Yeah>. to lunch. <laughs> Walk in, it's like, dude, you just, there's got to be something in there that like clicks every once in a while and just says, stay still or say something. Or it's not just, no, not just. Yeah, it, it, it's put the metal on and then you get ice cream. He's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, just stand there and clap. Like, I, I think the benediction was coming up or whatever. Stay there. It's a big moment in in captain taylor's life yeah you're the commander in chief stand next to this guy who's 81 years old who has more courage and bravery in his little pinky than biden has ever had in his entire life and just give it one of these all you have to do is the medals on and just go like this and yeah. point right <laughs> yeah no words necessary step aside you know you lead the applause everybody smile yeah yeah my favorite part here, and I, I saw it on the replay, so I'm gonna, I just pause here. You see that woman there with like the bun, with the yeah, gray the, strap there, right yeah. there. Watch her face as he walks by. He's like, "Where is he going?" Oh, seriously? okay. Uh. Like seriously, <laughs> like she, like every other photographer is taking photos. She is stopped because she's so confused as to why the commander in chief is leaving. I love it. It's a special time we live in. It's a special time indeed. Okay, lots more to get to. We've got some, some we got the new uh, PM, Prime Minister in New Zealand, who who's saying that they never locked down or did any mandates for, for vaccines and mm. masks, which is really interesting because that's not true at all. Uh, we've got Twitter, who who's, there's some insiders suggesting it. Lots of buzz. And again, I know it's X, but I just am used to saying Twitter. So that's what I'm going to say, because this is called my show. This is my show. So that's what I'm going to say. There's concerns that they're going to ramp up censorship again. I think we can see it. I'll share some of the comments that came from folks from within Twitter and folks who have contacts within Twitter. We'll, we'll share all of that stuff. We're going to get to that. We've also got <clears throat> CNN, who kind of, sort of called Fauci out on, on masks on air. We'll talk about that. Plenty of stories. We've got the post-show press conference. We will get back to you guys and some of your comments on X Spaces and the various other platforms that you are watching or listening to the show. Tons to get to. Please stay with us. Get more of Drew. And this is my show with Coin Club, exclusively on the RVM Network. Coin Club members get a This Is My Show Challenge coin, an exclusive Friday morning show for Coin Club members only, automatic entry into show-related sweepstakes, and other in-studio bonuses. Plus, members get access to all other premium content on the RVM network and no ads on written content on redvoicemedia.com. So join the club and carry your coin with pride. Go to dbcoinclub.com. Military and first responders get 30% off their memberships. Again, that's dbcoinclub.com. Current Drew Crew members need not apply. Military and first responder discounts are available on monthly or annual memberships. All members, regardless of subscription type, are automatically entered into sweepstakes. However, challenge coins are only issued to annual members. Learn more at dbcoinclub.com. Attention Americans, breaking news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled, it won't benefit you. Take action now. 
The Federal Reserve phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard. Your hard-earned assets are in jeopardy. But there's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Reach out to American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Visit protectfrombiden.com. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Be smart. Don't let Biden force you into using the government new digital dollar. Visit protectfrombiden.com to get your free guide and get started. Again, that's protectfrombiden.com. How in the world could such a small group of people with limited resources change world history? But in fact, that's happening, and it's the power of the truth. The truth is like kryptonite. Healthcare isn't, in some sense, working very well. Foster Colson is thinking about this. He's got a new company, an online healthcare platform called The Wellness Company. Telehealth company called The Wellness Company. The Wellness Company. TWC.health is The Wellness Company. The most popular product is the detoxification supplement that features natokinase. Natokinase is the only enzyme that we're aware of right now that dissolves the spike protein. Spike protein is loaded in the body with the COVID-19 infection and definitely with the vaccines. We've been completely accurate on the spread of the virus, early treatment, on the deficiencies in hospital care, and now the deaths that are occurring after vaccination. This is a human outrage and is occurring at the end of a hypodermic needle. Isn't it interesting? Natural substance is combating this man-made disaster. folks welcome back third hour here we go and as we do you might be feeling like you need a little pick-me-up not gonna lie i was just yawning during the break we talked about just showing me napping on the couch as a segment but no just for the whole last hour whole last hour yeah, that'd be yeah, a good yeah. nap that's like a real power yeah, nap yeah, yeah 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 i'd go home to the kids supercharged <laughs> that is home everybody no but whether it's morning whether it's a late afternoon pick me up Everyone loves a good cup of coffee, right? But what's better than a cup of coffee that goes beyond the cup, which is what our good friends at Thistle Creek Reserve do. They source their beans, their coffee from missionaries around the globe who are spreading the good name. And here's the best part. You not only get a premium cup of coffee, you also are giving back because proceeds go towards supporting the same missionaries who source those beans, towards ministries around the planet, towards Groups and organizations who work to combat child and women trafficking, all of those things, and you get a great cup of coffee in exchange. So there's not a whole lot not to like about it. It's a win, 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 win. Lots of wins. Don't know how many wins, but it's a lot of them. So go to ThistleCreekReserve.com. You can use promo code DREW to save 10%. Again, it's ThistleCreekReserve.com. You can use promo code DREW to save 10% 
Go check it out. You're going to like the cup of coffee. You're going to feel good drinking it, knowing what it's going back towards. So let's talk about social media. Let's talk specifically about some concerns with X or Twitter. And specifically, the rumor mill, which is pumping faster than Bill Richardson smashing a child prostitute on Epstein Island, it's it's pretty crazy what's being discussed. And I'm yes, he died over the weekend. But his nightmarish legacy of having sex with underage children lives on in the tormented minds of his victims. So in a way, his legacy is forever. <laughs> Was that too much? I don't know. Maybe just a little. Just a tinge? Just a tinge too much? It, dude, he was a frequent flyer, according to the manifest. He was. Like, what are, like the, what are the top tier? Loved going. It's platinum, gold medallion, whatever level he hit. I don't know which. which Diamond level. medallion. Diamond yeah. medallion. I digress. There's renewed fear that X will go back to its old ways of censorship. This, according to Daily Caller, certain employees at X think they should be able to censor conservatives' political speech during an election, says Mike Davis, the president and founder of the Internet Accountability Project. He said, this looks like just another attempt by officials at big tech companies to put their finger on the scales for Democrats in a national election. The updated election policy adheres to X's freedom of speech, not reach enforcement doctrine, which allows individuals to post what they desire, but suppresses content that breaks the platform's rules so users will likely not be exposed to the post. X is apparently hiring specialists to shield users from disinformation on the platform, according to a now-deleted job description posted on August 11th. So just over a month ago, we're getting word that this is, this is coming down. Twitter 2.0, or X, is obviously an improvement over what it was a year ago, but it's still concerning that management seems to think the platform has responsibility to combat disinformation by engaging in censorship, said another person. Those positions that they've been hiring for will be given broad authority to interpret each individual case and decide whether it falls within their guidelines. And so what you're going to end up, he continued, is whether essentially the same type of Silicon Valley tech brothers deciding who gets to stay on the platform and who gets deplatformed. So essentially more of the same is the concern with this article, with some of the insider information, with some of these jo jobs that were, I just ran over my toe, jobs that were being posted. <laughs> were being posted. I thought you got shocked or something. I'm like, nope. what the hell? Chair ran over the toe. Um, so, but, but he, so let's break this down because there's been lots of concerns, right? You've got stuff like this. Our good friend, friend for a long, long time and host here on RVM Network, Colonel Rob Manus, posted this earlier today saying, hey, uh, anyone who thinks that it's not actually happening, here's some information to the contrary. And you can see his impressions, profile visits, new followers, likes, video views, engagement rate, link clicks, replies, repost, and media views, all in the red, all going down, all have that hideous down arrow, down arrow, I can keep that... Maybe it's because we did Kim Jong-un, and yeah. I'm thinking of Team America, and it was Kim Jong-il in that. But, but you've got, you've got, you can see it if you're, if you're watching the show, all of the stats going down, with the exception of video views, which is just neutral uh, because we share his video views and do his video content for him at RVM Network. But So you've got that, and it, it would seem 
with the the stats and kind of the trends that you're seeing elsewhere, and it would seem with with who Linda Yaccarino is as the new CEO, what we're seeing, what we're experiencing, her history, all of that, it, it very much seems like she's what we thought she is, which is a believer in global fascism. What? Honestly, why why do adults need to be protected from misinformation? Like all these platforms keep saying, don't worry, we got you. We're going to hire people who are 23 years old and who don't know anything about life. And they're going to protect you from hate speech, misinformation. They'll set you straight. Don't we? I mean, how ridiculous. I mean, I know why they're doing it. We all know why they're doing it. But it's just so dumb. Yeah, it's to control the narrative. They can call it misinformation, disinformation, malinformation. It's all just a censorship tool because they don't want the truth to come out. They want to control the narrative because the truth is like kryptonite or poison to them. If if more people know the truth, and I'm not talking about you know the global elitist and their occultish sorcery and all this other kind of kind of things that may or may not be going on i'm just talking about basic information these are what they're doing what big tech is doing is acting as one of these choke points that we all talk about being the arbiter of what is true information and basically what they're doing what their function is is to make sure that whatever government Whatever the government is saying, that's the truth. They want to make sure the government is the arbiter of truth, which is a bunch of bullshit because every government lies. Look at all the lies just in the last three years our own government has told us. And now it's coming out, well, you know, masks really didn't work. And, uh, yeah, well, there wasn't any voting irregularities. No, that definitely didn't happen right there. And if you think it did, then you need to go to prison for sedition. It goes all the way back to, you know, from the time at the end of World War II all the way up until now. Yeah. It's just, it's the, the need for the government to control the narrative. It all, it started with Operation Mockingbird and the CIA putting in operatives within the media to get out the stories they wanted to get out to control the narrative. Well, and that's why it's going to stay. I mean, you've historically... There's been involvement with narratives, the news, media, all of that. Then you fast forward to today, present time. You've got so many more outlets, bigger outlets. Most people get their news from social media. They don't go to CNN, Fox, MSNBC, or some of those places. I mean, certainly some people still do, but they go here. And you've got the government so entrenched, as we've seen, has been proven. You've had CEOs of these companies say as much that the government is so entrenched and or super involved at least during these periods of elections, periods such as COVID. So you, you've got all of that stuff. And the, the, the troubling thing is, it's well, everything about it's troubling. But you've got 2024 coming up. You've got the left in ludicrous speed, going as fast as they can, making up as much shit as they can, to try and ensure their political rival and Donald Trump is not on the ballot. He might be not the guy that you're going for, but again, whether you're voting for him or someone else in your in the GOP primary, the, what they're doing is absolutely wrong. So they're trying to do that, and then they're going to also, newsflash, you all know this, 
do anything and everything they can to combat so-called misinformation on these platforms. And 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 some people will will buy into the BS that oh, you can't sway an election though with social media. It's not enough to really tip the tides or tip the scales. Like, have you heard of the Hunter Biden story? Yeah. Remember how that laptop was in possession with the FBI? How that investigation had been going forever? And they purposely silenced it. And then you had social media companies like Facebook and others come out and say, yeah, they told us not to say anything and to shut all of it down until after the election. And then remember how there was polls that came out after the election that said, if we had known about this, we wouldn't have voted for that guy. Remember all of that? Yeah. Oh, Arvad. Yeah, that one slipped through the cracks. Sorry about that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I mean, it's. It is such a massive tool. And, and as someone who works in digital media like, like I do, we all do here in the studio, we do in terms of the RVM network writ large, and so many of you do as well, whether you're an influencer, a show host, whatever the case might be, you need it. You need social media. And we get like a, a tiny little piece. There's always this story. My, my mom's husband asked my son when he was very little for a bite of his cookie. And my son literally gave him like a crumb that like a mouse would eat and felt great about it. <laughs> it's like, there you go. I'm sharing. Yeah. But that we get we get the crumb, the little bit of of social media, the tools, the reach, all of that. And then if you're a liberal, if you hate America, oh man, that aperture opens up. It is so nice. You've got it all. You've got the full picture all the tools and resources you could ever want. Your only requirements are that you hate America and that you're a miserable person who does interesting things to yourself at night. That's, that's it. Yeah. That, that, that's the way it works, man. You hit it. You hit the nail on the head. If you hate America, if you're trans, if you fall into any Marxist narrative that there is, it's like, cruising along in your own lane on a crowded interstate with not another car in sight as you're able to drink down your, your favorite alcoholic drink with a hot supermodel doing cocaine off your thighs and no one is going to touch you. No cop, no car, no nothing. You are just on your way, man. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> That's exact. I don't know how we do it. I don't know how we're so in sync, you know? We just. I just love how you kept leaning back into that. Like you were just thinking about it. Like, this would be great. <laughs> well, I mean, so honestly, my sell. natural response was as he's leaning back, I'm leaning yeah, in. Like, like, wait, is going? <laughs> you got to sell the fantasy, man. Yeah. <laughs> we need fantasies. That's That's for sure. Uh, speaking of government misinformation, though, and, and big bad government, the king of medicalized Dr. Anthony Fauci was on CNN over the weekend, and Michael Sperkonish engaged in a quaint old-fashioned trade called journalism. Here's the interaction. I would hope that if, in fact, we get to the point where the volume of cases is such and organizations like the CDC recommend, CDC doesn't mandate anything, I mean, recommends that people wear masks, I would hope that they abide by the recommendation and take into account the risk to themselves and to their families. And again, we're not talking There's about forcing anybody to do anything. Totally understood. There is a perception out there by many, how many, I don't know, 
that they don't work and that the data concludes that they didn't work in the first go-round. Respond to that on masks. Yeah, well, that's not so. I mean, when you're talking about at the population level, that the data are less strong than knowing that if you look on a situation as an individual protecting themselves or protecting them from spreading it, there's no doubt that masks work. Different studies give different percentages of advantage of wearing it, but there's no doubt that the weight of the studies, and there have been many studies, indicate the benefit of wearing masks. I'm going to refer to one of them. You've heard about it before. I heard about it from a number of radio callers. Uh, Brett Stevens in The Times talked about Cochrane. Put that on the screen. The most rigorous and comprehensive analysis of scientific studies conducted on the efficacy of masks for reducing the spread of respiratory illness, including COVID-19, was published last month. Its conclusions, said Tom Jefferson, the Oxford epidemiologist who is the lead author, were unambiguous. There is just no evidence that they, masks, make any difference. He told the journalist Mayanne Damasi, full stop. But wait, hold on. What about the N95 masks as opposed to the lower quality? Surgical or cloth masks makes no difference. None of it, he said. Well, what about the studies that initially persuaded policymakers to impose mask mandates? They were convinced by non-randomized studies, flawed observational studies. How do we get beyond that finding of that particular review? Yeah, but there are other studies, Michael, that show at an individual level for individual. When you're talking about the effect on the epidemic or the pandemic as a whole, the data are less strong. But when you talk about as an individual basis of someone protecting themselves or protecting themselves from spreading it to others, there's no doubt that there are many studies that show that there is an advantage. When you took at the broad population level, like the Cochrane study, the data are less firm with regard to the effect on the overall pandemic. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about an individual's effect on their own safety. That's a bit different than the broad population level. So this motherfucker right here. <laughs> says we weren't forcing you were forcing people to you were told to rat out neighbors family members who weren't wearing masks who weren't socially distancing i love the convenience of just being able to be like everything we said and did before gonna just move past that pretend it didn't happen say what i want to say here now in fairness he's sticking to his guns on the mask stuff but you you saw that data. Yes, this guy's eyes. Yeah, Jules, is that guy on drugs? He's very intense. Michael Smirkamish, he has a look on his face. Like, have you ever been to a school and you see those little windows in the door? It's like he's some kind of pervert that made his way in, and he's just staring at kindergarten kids playing and has that look on his face, knowing that he can smell dirt and syrup through the door. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Little okay. kids smell it. My kids smelled like dirt and syrup. <laughs> it was a perfect combination when they were children. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, I don't know what to do with that. But, but, I, but I, I do know that, how do you say his name? Smirkonish? Smirkonish. Smirkonish. Okay. Eyes. We'll just call him eyes. <laughs> Crazy eyes. He He basically said there's lots of justified data out there realistic you know seasoned people saying that masks don't work including n95s youtube 
Listen to what I just fucking said. I said, he said, data said. I'm not saying anything, even though you know it's all a bunch of, of shenanigans. Um, but <clears throat> you, you've got this data that's out there. It's been out there. And there's been... It, it, What's still remarkable going back to the Fauci stuff is during the heat of, of this two, three year, whatever craziness is how he would change within that. And then he would get called on. Did you chip? But didn't you used to say this? Nah, I never, you know, like it would. The studies are different. <laughs> it was a different time. <laughs> it's, it's just remarkable. Masking has always been, though, about compliance. Nothing else, period. It will be again now as they start to push it. That is what it is. All right, who are our real bitches out there? Real bitches stand up. And when you stand up, make sure you got a mask on because then we know what we have in you. That's that's what it is. The government loves forced compliance and they, they saw the way masks work and they saw everything they could do to make people do stupid shit. We still take our shoes off <laughs> to go through security at the airport. Once they were able to say, oh, they're going to take their shoes off, fuck it, just keep doing it. There's no, there's never an end date. The mask is the same sort of compliance tool. Yeah. Well, I like that you referenced, too, because it is 100%. So many of these things are, are compliance tools. They're just to ingrain that stuff in us, to condition us for current or future control, right? And as Tom says... We've been going through this ever since, a, you know, compliance exercises ever since schooling was made mandatory. Get people used to bells, telling them where to go, when to be there, all of those things, right? That kind of training needed for the Industrial Revolution to get people used to factory whistles. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's an interesting concept. Yeah. 100%. I agree 100% on all of the conditioning and compliance. That's all COVID was. But you go back to to what you were saying, and that's a fascinating conversation because it's always there's always been something subtle. Just do this because why? Because an educated populace is a good populace. At the time, you had so many people living on farms, and people had giant families, and everybody stayed on that family farm. But it was important to get those people off the farm and get them into school because the Industrial Revolution was right around the corner and you're going to need a workforce. So it was forcing them off the farms or forcing the the crazy trappers and the woodsmen who were, were hunting for pelts and bartering and trading in pelts, getting them out of the woods and getting them domesticated and getting them used to being told what to do all in the guise of, oh, we're going to educate you. The government always plays this game, whether it be education or security of those two. We've got your best interest at heart, but they don't. There's always an underlying motivator for the government to do things to its population. Truth, period. And again, you bring up people who are trading pelts and stuff like that. (laughs) You don't have to barter. You can. But you don't have to barter if you have ammunition. You get to dictate all sorts of stuff. <laughs> ammunition is currency. Say it with me. Ammunition is currency. Uh, okay, we've got a hand up. I think James from Pirate Radio has got a, uh, a microphone and a hand up. James, how are you, my friend? Hey, 
good. Uh, let me first say, Tom's analogies are weirdly specific. I mean, <laughs> right? Okay. Right? Like, but, uh, you know, we look, I, we've been tracking uh, with my friends over here on the internet uh, uh, all of this uh, kind of censorship stuff. And the thing that I, I, I'm fascinated by is that people missed picking up on the fact that this whole lawful but awful policy is actually worse than the old system. When you got suspended, right, you could be angry, oh, screw those guys, right? But now what they're doing is real devious behavior modification. They're trying to get you to figure out oh why does nobody like my tweet and then trying to modify what you're saying in order to get uh, engagement like it's 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 much worse now than it was under 1.0 but people don't see that angle of what they're doing to people no, that's a great point, James, because they, they are. There's so much conditioning going on, and people want to have that that response of engagement. Oh, people liked what I said. People like me. Uh, it's, it's, it, it is something that's ha absolutely happening because then they are. They're modifying, okay, well, how do I do this so people like me? Which in some case, in fairness, I get it. In some cases for hosts or influencers is I have to hit some numbers and marks for sponsors or partners or affiliates or whatever they're they're working with and they're trying to just expand their reach and engagement for a number of reasons some of which are are tied to monetization but that is the game they're playing no 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 no. try saying it this way but without anything that you think self censorship. Go. Yeah. yeah it's self-censorship that's a hundred percent what it is, and and you're so right. Tom's analogies are are so specific. <laughs> I love them and remarkable. It's it's just so exciting. You I never like know what food's going to be arriving at the studio, <laughs> and you never know what he's going to say. Someone did ask us, we want to have hot wings today. No hot wings today. Remarkable. Although we did have so we had some wings in Charlotte this weekend. Too sweet for me. Yeah. They were tasty, but I felt like I had like bit like what was the dude? What was name the flavor that you get? Depot? Not Home Depot. Home Alone. Um. Harry and Marv, when he gets like dumped into the the, was it honey or was it tar or was it both? Anyways, tar. I, I felt like I was covered in sticky stuff, <laughs> which could go a different. What direction. flavor did y'all get? I don't know. He ordered them. I I ordered a salad. I was trying to be good after all the bad decisions that that Tom took me down last week, and then <laughs> and then wings come, and then we ordered a pizza that literally wouldn't fit through the hotel door. <laughs> I'm watching, I'm looking at the guy who shows up. He's this very nice black man, shows up. He's holding it. His arms are no shit this far out because that's how fucking big this thing is. And he's looking at the door to get into the hotel and kind of like with his face like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how, don't know how we're going to do this. You'd think he would have done this once before. It's like a mover. Well, it was DoorDash, so who knows if he's delivered from there. But he's like a mover who's like, I don't think we can fit this chair Pivot. into. Yeah. But <clears throat> it was good. The wings were good. We're not having wings now. Um, we did have pizza earlier today. Just don't tell my wife. Um <clears throat> She's going to find out. She's going to find yeah. out. You're going to come home and she's going to, you had pizza. Yeah. Well, I'll pour a drink and be like, we had pizza and it was so good. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I have never met anybody who dimes himself out more than you do. It's like all the time. Hey, man, so-and-so is coming here. Don't breathe a word that you know, we're as out, you know, out late as we were last night. <laughs> Within two seconds. Oh, my God. I'm so hungover. <laughs> we were out really late last night, and Tom and I were like, dude. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, I, maybe, I think I'm, it's my guilty conscience. I lied for a living. <laughs> now you have to so tell long. the truth. It's like, I, maybe, maybe so. I don't know. I don't know how it goes. But I think we have another hand. We do. It's Gen X. Gen 
Max, how are you, Jen? I'm good. Hey, you know, that study and the way he was relating, the way the study was found was really odd because it doesn't it doesn't help society, but it, it helps you individually. So individually, you keep yourself out of society to wear a mask to help society. Like it's, it's this backwards way of thinking that when you actually apply it, there's no way that that makes sense. I, it was all mumbledy gumbledy. Yeah. 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 As is every, yeah. As is all there's, I, I think that's part of it too. So like half the stuff they say, whether it's someone from a podium, the media, or someone in this case from like CDC or NIH, they just, they say shit that makes themselves sound smart and makes you feel dumb to the point where people are like, all right, we'll just do what they said because yeah. I don't even know what you just said. Because it I, doesn't make any sense. It doesn't if make you any break sense. down, like Gen X is saying, if you break it down, it doesn't make sense unless you're a hermit who has no interaction with anybody. Which, I like that you said mumbly gumbly. I I do. I like I, I like almost listen, everything. Listen, it's it's not the alcohol that's getting you drunk. It's the glass that's in the alcohol, but only a glass that you use from your house. That's yes. literally what that guy just said. Yeah. Exactly. Makes we sense. Need to, we need you. Just need to come in studio, Gen X. I always like you. Fit with us. I, I, <laughs> I like this. Um, no, absolutely. It, uh, that's, but they get so many people that way. We've got a naive and unfortunately a dumb populace. Not saying you guys here are, you are not. You, you are the opposite of that. But there's a lot of them. You know them. We all know them. They're out there. They're not smart. And some people be like, no, that's not true. You're wrong, Drew. They're not dumb. It's like, look at where we are right now. And why we are where we are right now is because of people like you. Not you, Gen X, and everyone else here. You other people who aren't here. <laughs> it's... It's maddening. And I say that when they when their eyes get open to it and they're like, oh, my gosh, you know, they were saying that the mask would help. And it was all a lie. And all you want to say is be like, I've been fucking saying this for two years, but you don't want to scare them off. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of a lot of people fall into the trap of automatically assuming that somebody who's got a degree or some credential that makes them intellectually superior to them, they have to default and and subjugate themselves to that person's opinion which isn't isn't always true yeah what have the experts been right about something yeah fair, fair yeah very fair <laughs> and valid question meteorologists are wrong every single day and yet they're trusted every single day to tell us the weather yeah exactly and then the next morning people are like okay what do we got today <laughs> yeah. i mean it's, it, it never rained today they were wrong yeah and then they're like the next day i need to know what the weather's going to be yeah. So, well, we're talking about compliance with the mask stuff and and the vac stuff, which we'll get into tomorrow because KJP and some of them are out there pushing that again, no doubt. But uh, you always have blue states, right? And cities who love the force compliance. That that's where a lot of this happens. And then you've got their friends, their in this case, their their overlords who are telling them what to think, what to do. It's always those kinds of places, though, that go in for it, hook, line, and sinker. But you've got the this new. Uh, I don't know what it is, list. It's not a poll. It's, a, it's just a list that was put out. CNBC specifically released a list of the worst states in America. And here's who they put. Notice the trend here. Hodge Twins shared this, but, but it was a CNBC thing. Top 10 worst states to live in the U.S. Florida, 
could have seen that one coming. <laughs> Arkansas, Tennessee, Indiana, Missouri, Alabama, South Carolina, Louisiana, Oklahoma, and Texas. Notice the trend there? Yes. You should. <laughs> every 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 freaking one of them all red states. A lot of them ones who surprised they didn't put South Dakota on there just because of how red it is. It's a great state to live in, as are all of these 10 that they listed. But they're all red states. We're at this point in time where you've had this quiet balkanization happening in our country. People fed up. COVID started. People fed up with local politicians, and then it was exacerbated and really kind of forced the issue further with COVID. And people are leaving and going to places who align with their values have school systems that are aligned with their values, at least more so than other ones. You've, you've got all of that happening. Businesses moving to states that support their values are better for businesses, better for the employees. And what's happened with that is you've got states who, you've got people who make lists like this. You've got states like California, countries like Canada who have made declarations now like you can't state of employees in California can't travel to these states that we've deemed to be hostile to what we deem to be the truth or hostile to the LGBTQ plus community, whatever the case might be. So there is there's very much this quiet balkanization happening. But what's so fascinating about it is they'll say it's not happening on the other side. I'm glad it's happening because Fuck them bitches. Like, the, like if, you, if you hate America and you want to put all these rules in, I don't consider you American. I don't like you. And you need to stay over there. That's just my two cents. You can look at it a different way. But you, you see these lists and it's like, um, you're just, you're not actually looking at data as to whether they're good or bad places, right? You're just saying, I hate these states because they're conservative. Yes. Can we Can we just be clear and honest about this? Because that's what's, happening right here you look at florida you know alabama uh south carolina too oklahoma texas oklahoma texas florida particularly on that that list alabama very red too i mean a lot of them are red but like there's the ones that they pick on all the time florida is an amazing place to live have you seen the real estate around here no one's leaving florida yeah have you seen our income tax or state income? Oh, that's right. We don't have it. It's an amazing place to be. There's a reason that all the people who, by the way, what's so rich about this is they make these lists and Nancy Pelosi gets up and slurs her words after her morning cocktails. And then she retreats on a plane to Florida and looks for property. They all say they hate it. And then they come buy property here or they come vacation here. She bought a $24 million house in Jupiter, Florida. Yeah. Yeah, and it sucks. Must be the worst place. <laughs> yeah. Worst place to live. Oh, and also climate change is real since she's buying beachfront property. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Super concerned about everything getting washed away. Don't worry, insurance will cover it. Mm. Yeah, same There's... thing with the Obamas and their place on Martha's Vineyard where they have orgies and murder people. <laughs> Well, I don't know. We, we, don't, we, still we don't know about the orgies. Yeah. yeah, We never saw an autopsy. No, that's true. <laughs> Nor will we. Nor will we. It was, it was deep water, though. It makes sense that you die and drown in shallow water. Um, we made our list, though. So we've decided, okay, you're going to make a list. We're going to make a list, too. So here's our top 10 worst states. We have them in order. They don't have to did be. Did you send me? A, did you send me a graphic for this? There's no graphic. Oh, okay. I'm yeah, like, I we have a list. <laughs> Number ten. Number ten. Delaware. Mm. 
first of all, Joe's out there all the time. He's he's second of all, it's just too small. I even forget it's a state. Plus, yeah. to me, this was this was a spite entry just because of the revulsion that we all feel toward Joe Biden. Yeah, hundred percent. There's good people in all of these states. Right. Delaware, you need to get to a bigger state. Don't you remember the scene in Wayne's World when they're on the green screen? They're like, hey, get magically whisked away to Delaware. Yeah. And then they're just, they don't know what to say. Come on, that's all you need to know. 100%. Next one, New Jersey. My wife's family from New Jersey. Great people there. Politics, awful. Some dumb people there, too. Newark, you've got Newark, for Pete's sakes. You think you're better than me? Yeah, when you got Newark, Trenton. Camden, New Camden. Elizabeth. Yes. Orange. Tough. It's tough. You're hey, there. Chris Christie. And Chris Christie. And you hold him up as like, see, we have conservatives-ish. Put that. Stop it, Chris. Number eight, Vermont. Supposed to be beautiful. One of the three states that I haven't been to. I haven't been there either. We put them on the list anyways, because they've got weird politics. They just do. It's supposed to be beautiful. We should win. We should take that state over. Yeah. Nonviolently, of course. Um, <laughs> Pennsylvania comes in at number seven. Have you been on the streets of, of Philadelphia? Or Pittsburgh. Or Pittsburgh. Josh Shapiro is an asshole who's the governor. I got a nasty case of syphilis just from walking down the street in Philadelphia. <laughs> That's where it came from? Yep. Mm. It's all cleared up. Massachusetts, you know why. Illinois. Huge portion of the population killed over the weekend. New York, number four. Washington. State. You state or D.C. here, Tom? State. state. Yeah. Seattle. Yeah. The leadership in Olympia, which we all know the capital of, thanks to the movie Black Sheep. Yes. Uh, Great movie. <laughs> underrated movie. Very underrated movie. We miss you, Chris. You're an angel. You in the, uh, yeah, the number two california and you're like what something beat california have you seen kate brown's scrawny ass and how they do things in oregon yes oregon's number one i talked to a we um was it us this weekend or was it me i talked to someone from oregon this weekend and <clears throat> i don't know their politics on anything I'm pretty sure based on the conversation that they were liberal, but they were talking about how bad Portland had gotten. Oh yeah. Talking about how this was a great city. It was up and coming. It was going in there. And we have tons of people who listen to the show in Portland. I know. Cause they, they send in messages. They'll say so in the chats and whatnot, but you, you, you had a lot of things going there and there's great spots there. Bend Oregon's awesome. There's some other great spots in Oregon for sure. But Oregon, Oregon is a liberal hellhole. Right. And uh, it, it deservedly has the number one spot because you have what, more than 10 counties that will want to secede and join Idaho. True. That's what put it into the number one spot as far as I, my opinion goes. Yeah. Yeah. So for those of you who are like, no, there's good parts. Exactly. But it's so bad in other parts that you have to say, I want to leave Oregon. Yeah. We want to take our county and put it into the state of Idaho because you guys are completely insane because your policies have completely wrecked Portland. Yeah. Truth. Truth. Okay, then to wrap things up <clears throat> before we get to the post-show press conference today, like a good little authoritarian globalist, New Zealand's Prime Minister Chris Hipkins is rewriting history, just making shit up. And a compliant media 
of course, which is always the case there, here, anywhere, is letting him get away with it. Here's what the Kiwi elf had to say. Take a listen. See any, any kind of value and in looking into potential compensation for anyone, you know, disadvantaged through COVID, whether they were mandated out of their jobs or injured by the vaccination. There, there's a process for people who are injured in a, in a medical procedure. There's already processes in place for dealing with that. Um, in terms of the vaccine mandates, I acknowledge that it was a challenging time for people, but they made ultimately made their own choices. There was no, there was no compulsory vaccination. People made their own choices. Is any of that going to be included in the inquiry? The Royal Commission can look at whatever it wants in, in regard to the COVID response. So it could potentially look at how many um, fit being injured, how many were mandated out, and potential compensation for them that could be looked at. Well, ultimately, it's a Royal Commission, so it's not my job to direct them. Other than you know, they've got, they, they have a they have a terms of reference which everybody can see, and it's certainly not my job to instruct them what they do within that terms of reference. That's correct. Yeah. yeah. Okay, thanks, everyone. Hmm. Interesting. So nothing that happened under Jacinda Arden happened, is what we were just told. Yeah. None of the tyranny, which was insane. Some of the shit that happened in New Zealand and Australia both, but specifically in this case, New Zealand, under former PM Arden, it just didn't happen, folks. Forget it. Wipe it from your memory. Those experiences didn't happen. And also, can we can we put that back up for a second? Just that exact frame right there is actually great. Or maybe, yeah, there we go. There's just an interesting character, and in I don't want to. I don't want to be mean. I do. Okay, Tom, be, <laughs> you be mean for me. I, you know, I just want to take a moment to uh, appreciate the um, womanly-ish looking. Maori ogre standing behind who I'm pretty sure pronouns are fee fi fo and fun. <laughs> Very and why are they are those I mean are those lays? Why are they wearing lays there? They wear them because it's part of the government. It's like a tradition that's to show your like stature. I think it's part of the yeah, part of the Maori culture. <clears throat> as in like the Polynesian culture. Yeah. But but I just I, Oh, were they in Hawaii? No, 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 it's, it's just New Zealand. Of, I know they're in New Zealand, but what? Yeah, just in that, you know, you got like New Zealand, and uh, it, it, you go up to like Palau and those Pacific island countries. Their island culture is always about putting these the lace. They do. Lays. I just I didn't know that they did in New Zealand. Did Jacinda ever wear that? She probably did. Yeah. Okay, I just never saw that. That's that's news to me. Well, I know they made people wear masks. Yeah, they yeah. made people wear masks. And as he was saying, that it was up to the individual if they got vaccinated or not, which is true. But let's for, let's not forget, if you didn't get vaccinated, you couldn't work and you couldn't go to a store to, to buy groceries, to buy clothes, to buy anything. You couldn't participate in society if you didn't get vaccinated. So the first half of what he's saying is true, but the second he's leaving out the most important part. Well, it's Miller's Law. It's a half-truth. Yeah. It's, yeah. No, and that and that's that's how they get away with so much. They do similar things here. Well, what we said was this, but what are you doing? Or what what we said is this, and as you're saying, that the back half, the 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 real sticking point yeah. is left out. Yes, you can choose not to do it, but we will hunt you down. Yeah, make your life miserable. Um, and 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 it was and look, I don't know a ton about Hipkins, which 
I just don't. He's he's new. But Jacinda was awful. And I will tell you, the amount of times we talked about New Zealand during COVID was remarkable because of how just over the top their policies were. So for him to come out and just be like, wasn't that great? Things are going to be great now. It's just, I mean, the way that these guys gaslight and lie is remarkable. It really is. I wish I could get away with it. I wouldn't do it because it's just not who I am. But like, it's it's remarkable. But this guy, he, we've got another clip of him saying something different. Let's play this one. Um, in terms of the vaccine mandates, I acknowledge that it was a challenging time for people, but they made ultimately made their own choices. There was no, there was no compulsory vaccination. People That's made the their own choices. There's a different one that we had somewhere. It doesn't matter. But he himself has taken a different stance, as you might imagine is the case as a politician on covid on vaccines, on masks, on all of that stuff. That soundbite that, that we don't have that I was listening to, he was like, we know who you are and we're coming after you. Yes. You, have, you haven't been complying your vaccine injection. We, we know who you are and we're coming after you. That, that was the whole, that's what he was saying. How can that be? Oh, yeah, it was, it, it was an option. You could have gotten vaccinated if you wanted to, but it was no big deal. We weren't forcing anybody. Again, you do have the choice but we're coming after you. We will round you up and shoot you like dogs. I mean, it's it's the the way that they get to do things, and the way that as we started this 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 segment talking about how the media just lets it all go unchecked. No one's like, um, sir, like that's not what happened. My brother's locked up because of this. My my whatever. It's it's. It's the way they get to play the game. It's different for us. It's not fair, but it's the world we live in. Uh, okay, folks, we're running out of time, but here's the deal. I want to remind you to sign up for DB Coin Club. Coin Club members get not only the Friday show, which is just for Coin Club members on Red Voice Media. You watch it at dbcoinclub.com. You sign up there. You watch it there. Friday mornings, 11 a.m. You also get entered into contests. Someone's going to get brought here to the in-studio extravaganza on October 19th. Have everything covered. Um, so you get entered into contest there. Annual members get a challenge coin sent to them. You get all sorts of other goodies along the way. So please do it. There's monthly, there's annual. Again, only annual members get coins. But please sign up. Come join us. Have some extra fun with us throughout the week. Military, you and first responders get 30% off of whichever membership you go with. So it's dbcoinclub.com. Come check that out. We've got a full show tomorrow, a full show Wednesday Press conferences both days. I'm sure we'll have some other shenanigans and tomfooleries worked in there. I was muted. It was muted. a good word, tomfoolery. No, I like it. We don't yeah. use it enough no. as society. We're going we're gonna to make that happen. But we're going to have that. Uh, plenty of things going. If you're a Coin Club member, check your email because you've gotten emails about the in-studio extravaganza. So RSVP to that. Let us know if you're coming, can't come. We'll get you hotel information. That stuff's going to come out this week, so you'll have some of that. And uh, we'll look forward to a fun and rowdy week ahead. And I believe we, uh, little Birdie told us, Shell, that it's uh, Matt Couch's birthday yeah, today. happy birthday to Couch. Happy send, birthday, Matt. Send some, some well wishes to Matt, uh, who's back at home after you're a little hiccup again. or two over the weekend. Um but uh, obviously, we're big fans of him. Sorry, Tom, I had you muted. You can say it again. Happy birthday, Matt. There it is. Sir. There it is. There it is. All right, folks, we did it. Please stick around for the post-show press conference sponsored by Colon Sport. 
coming up here in just a few seconds and then RVM Roundup with Chad Caton directly after that. We hope you have a great day. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Be safe, be smart, be free. And now, get ready for the This Is My Show post-show press conference. Sponsored by Colon Sports, the new frontier in electrolyte replacement and removal. Well, here we are, back with you guys. Excited to see some of you, a couple of you not as much, if I'm being honest. Um, good to be back in the in the groove, though. We've been on the road, you know, two weeks ago, had some travel this weekend. So looking forward to as much fun as all that was, just kind of being back in, in a regular groove. Lots of stuff that we covered today. There's lots of stuff coming down the pike. I tell you what, it's it's an election year. We're going into an election year that is... So you can expect more nonsense from the left as usual. But you see these different variants coming out. You see these pushes for masks and, and, and new vaccines and all of this stuff. And I hope, you know, the question of the day today had to do with over under 35%. Will 35% more or less go along with new mask mandates and vaccine mandates? And, and almost everyone was over. And I fear that response is, is likely true. I hope it's not. I hope I'm wrong. I hope that we've learned from the lesson lessons, I should say, over the last three years here. But I, I just don't know. Uh, so it's going to be an interesting fall. I hope that people wake up and, and push back in whatever that looks like for them. But push back, no, uh, no doubt. But let's get to some questions. I know we don't have a ton of time here. I'll, I'll take the first one over here. See, si, senor, is Diego. Hey, Diego. I have a question concerning the shootings in Chicago over the holiday weekend. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. Do you think that this would be a way that the Democrats, you know, the way they allow it to happen, that this is their way of thinning the herd of like just killing off the people? Because they have talked about getting rid of, you know, the population. Well, I don't. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if it's uh, yes. Uh, first of all, because it's effective. It's, it's working. We yeah, can see. I, yeah, it's it's effective. They 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 have no problems whatsoever. As as sick and and twisted as it might sound, they have no problem with members of minority communities dying on the streets. They will get up on a podium and say the opposite, but they do not care one little bit about these these poor souls who have perished. Uh, whether it was them being involved in a fight, stray gunfire, whatever it might be in, in a city like Chicago. But it's this is this is part of how they play the game. They have to have this chaos. They have to have these these cities, and they have to have in particular these minority communities held down. And uh, again, I don't even enjoy saying that, but it's true. And this is how they've done it for a long, long time. And then they come back in election year and say, "Let's do it again. Let's try something different." And 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 maybe it is even a different person, but they bring in the same person. No policies change. Nothing improves for the people in those cities, whether it's Chicago or Philly or Baltimore, could be inner city Minneapolis, it could be Los Angeles, it could be anywhere, Miami, you name it, and nothing changes, and it's it's by design. None of it changes by design because they have to keep it this way, and it's hard for people to wrap their heads around that heads around that because most people are are raised, nurtured, grown to be decent human beings. It doesn't stick for a lot of them apparently, but that's how that's kind of how we're taught. So they they have to have it that way. And as we always talk about now, 
What's sad is that conservative, so-called conservative leaders do the same thing. They just play a different game. Now that we have control, give us the power of the House or the Senate or both or the White House. We'll show them. We're going to get them. What do they do? Jack shit. They don't do anything. And then we hope, oh, maybe next time, though, it's got to be it's going to be this one. This one's going to be the Speaker of the House, and it's going to be different this time. Never is. They go back to playing their uniparty games. We get bent over a table and don't really advance as a country. It's not good. Next question. Well, I do have a follow-up question. Oh, okay. Do you think the people in Chicago would know the whereabouts of where the guns might be sent to Mexico that we talked about a few months ago? I'm like, way back when? Yeah, no, I don't think so. I think that okay. there's probably some people who deal with folks from Mexico with with other guns and, and you know, illicit drugs, but I don't... I, I appreciate your persistence on that. You've been trying to get to the bottom of this. I'll just say this, Diego. I'm pretty sure those guns you're talking about have reached their destination and are no longer in play. So you're going to have to find something else to, to seek out. Next question. Good afternoon, Drew. Myers Graham Bowie, Gold Coast Gazette. Howdy. Hey, Drew, uh... My question is about Putin and his upcoming meeting with the Chinaman and uh, Russian. Putin, yeah, his meeting with the Chinaman. He's meeting a North Korean. Yeah, Kim Jong Un's North Korean. Putin is is Russian. Oh, well, you know, I I was wondering what the difference was between. You know, because Kim Jong-un, he's got that, you know, pie-shaped face like a Chinaman. Yeah, that's—well, Myers, that's that's what we would consider to be a probably over-the-line racist comment. Uh, you can't just assume that all folks from, from Asia, all Asians, are the same. Uh, there's different cultures. There's a lot of similarities for sure. Uh, but but they're not, in fact different countries, and 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 North Korea's Kim Jong Un and his very attractive sister Kim Yo Jong is not are not uh, Chinese. But oh, no matter what country they live in, and when you're watching Asian pornography, the women always cry in it. So that is that's, that's, a true generality. Yeah, I don't I don't. Does Myrtle know about this? That's I don't. I don't really have much of a comment on that. That's so. All right. So this meeting that they're going to have, um, how is how is the uh, Chinaman going to get to the meeting? North Korean. How, okay. The the North Korean Chinaman going to get to the meeting? It's just North Korean. Just there's not. It's you don't have like a hybrid. Uh, it's just North Korean. You're North Korean or you're Chinese. Just like you're American or you're Mexican, or uh, but to, let me just answer the question. Um, I, I don't want to get into the weeds here on on how generations or ethnicities and and different countries work. He is allegedly going to be going by train, uh, some form of secure train that's going to take him across the border into Russia, into into that far eastern part of Russia where the meeting's going to happen. While there's a summit going on there. Uh. Uh. Let's let is today the day, Nancy? Do you got anything sensible to say? Uh, my per uh yes. Uh, 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 golden uh, uh, Nancy Sonoma. 
okay, 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 here we go. Uh, the, the, uh, New Zealand. Yeah. It's a country. What are you scratching? It, uh, it is a country. Stop scratching. Oh my god, that's so disgusting. What are you doing? Just, uh, Kiwi. Drew, I don't know what's going on with this woman. There's just it, something is happening that I can't understand. It is just she's she's scratching. Oh my god. She's saying she's scratching her underwear. No, wait. She just took off her Nancy, girdle. No. She just took Nancy, off her girdle. No. She just took off her belt. Drew! Bad. Oh. Wow. Ah! This is uh, this is where I exit, folks. I just let's get security in there to to take care of that. Wear gloves. cronies have lost over three trillion of america's retirement savings in 2022 alone with inflation running rampant and the stock market crashing do you have a plan to protect your wealth our friends at american alternative assets help you protect your retirement savings by rolling over your ira or 401k into a gold ira fact is you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while maintaining its tax deferred status Visit protectfrombiden.com today to get your free wealth protection guide. This guide will give you all the answers you need. American Alternative Assets is an A-plus and accredited member of the Better Business Bureau. Protect your savings now before it's too late. Visit protectfrombiden.com. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. and dads of America, you love your kids, you love God, you love this country, and you're tired of watching companies betray your values and ruin great products. Don't get angry. Invest your time, energy, and money into the people that are building the country you want for your kids and standing for you the values that will lead to their blessing and protection. Invest in companies like Brave Books, they are on a mission to create content for kids that is safe for them to enjoy. They have kids' books that teach about character, hard work, and the value of being brave. 
If you join their Book of the Month Club, you get a new book sent to your door every month that will teach your kids pro-God, pro-American values. Brave books will not betray your trust. Your children and your grandchildren will thank you. Remember, the land of the free depends on the homes of the brave. This one's on me, bud. Welcome to RVM Roundup. 